On New Year's Eve, after a loss to Marquette, Villanova was just 2-5 and five in Big East play. Things didn't look so well, as they were only above Georgetown in the Big East standings. But after two straight wins against Georgetown and St. John's, the Wildcats find themselves right back into the wide-open Big East race. The Wildcats have a big chance today to further get into this Big East race against the Providence Friars, who are currently ranked 23rd in the country. It's Villanova and Providence, and it's coming to you next, right here on WXVU 89.1, The Roar. Hi, everybody. Welcome into the Wells Fargo Center. I'm David Chpansky, joined by my co-host, Stephen Kane. Stephen, it is your broadcasting debut, Villanova broadcasting debut today, so welcome. What are you expecting in this game today? Of course, lots going on down here at the uh, South Philadelphia Sports Complex. Yeah, thanks for having me on, David. Excited broadcasting a debut at the Wells Fargo Center. Really couldn't get much better than that. I think Villanova matches pretty well against Providence as a whole. Providence likes to score a lot of their buckets on the inside, mainly Bryce Hopkins, a really good forward for Providence. Big East Player of the Year candidate. He does a lot of his damage inside, but Villanova's interior defense has been pretty good at limiting those points inside. Providence also likes to get to the free throw line a lot. Villanova don't commit a lot of fouls. And Providence is really good. They're top 10 in the country at offensive rebounding, but Villanova's been very good at grabbing those defensive rebounds. So I think even though Providence clearly has the better team on paper, right, 23rd in the country, Villanova's around 70th in the Kempom rankings. I think Villanova matches up pretty well, and I think it, they could potentially squeak out a hard-fought W today. Well, that's what we're hoping for, Steve. Uh, of course, uh, also something to keep in mind here, we talked about on the pregame show, Justin Moore returns and makes his 2022-2023 Villanova season debut today, someone who averaged around 15 points per game last season. Moore is back, and it's obviously going to help the Wildcats tremendously. And Steve, kind of let's get your opinion on Justin Moore. I know you talked a little bit about it in the pregame show, and also, of course, we expect that he'll be on a minutes restriction today. Yeah, definitely a minutes restriction today. It, 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 it would be crazy for him to start right away. You want to ease him back into it. I think he'll have a solid outing. I think just having him on the floor, having his experience, having somebody that is skilled at driving up to the post, he can score from those nice little uh, mid-range shots, but he also is really good at kicking it out, finding the open man. And for a Villanova team that shoots the seventh most three-pointers in the country, and they've been shooting the ball a little bit better from behind the arc as of late, could be a recipe uh, for success for Co Coach Neptune and the Wildcats. Yeah, absolutely. Now, something to keep an eye on here is that our stats on our computer are telling us that Justin Moore is in the starting lineup. Now, they are announcing the starters currently here at the Wells Fargo Center. So we're going to find out, and we will definitely let you know uh, if he is indeed in the starting lineup. So waiting to your confirmation on that, we know he will play in this game. He is dressed and will play. Uh, he's in uniform and will play. Right now, have not yet gotten to Justin Moore's spot in the rotation. Providence starters Alan Breed, Noah Locke. Uh, Devin Carter, Ed uh, Crowswell, who is a Philadelphia product, and Bryce Hopkins. So again, Villanova right now going through the starting lineups. It's Caleb Daniels, Cam Whitmore, Brandon Slater, Eric Dixon, and I would expect Justin Moore is the last player off the bench, and he is, and boy, did he get an eruption from this Wells Fargo Center crowd. Everyone is on their feet, so Justin Moore will indeed start, Steve. Yeah, you can just feel just the energy in the arena. This is really what Villanova needs. As you said, David, Big East is wide open. Season not totally over really yet for Villanova. They could get on a nice run. They have had some really solid offensive, solid outings against some pretty good teams. And getting Justin Moore back pretty much earlier than I think a lot of people thought is uh, definitely could help the Wildcats get a big boost 
in a huge game against Providence. This would definitely be their biggest win of the season definitely, if they were to pull this definitely. off today. And the last time Villanova was at the Wells Fargo Center was on December 3rd. That was against Oklahoma State. And that was a big game that Villanova needed to win, and they did. So another game here, another chance for Villanova to win this game or win a game here at the Wells Fargo Center. Now something else to keep in mind here is Providence is averaging 78.8 points per game. Villanova only averaging 70.7. So getting Justin Moore back should be able to help Villanova offensively score more points and catch up to Providence. Again, Providence ranked 23rd in the country. They are winners of their last two games, just defeating DePaul and Butler. They routed Butler on the 25th, 79 to 58. Of course, Villanova beating Georgetown and then defeating St. John's at MSG on Friday. Now, Steve, we got two Philadelphia guys in the booth today. Eagles playing in the uh, the NFC Championship game across the street. It was crazy getting down here today. A lot of fans, uh, of course, in Villanova gear, but also seeing a lot of Eagles gear. I have my Eagles jacket with me today, so big day here at the sports complex. Yeah, very big day at the sports complex. Hopefully Villanova win today, and then hopefully the Eagles can uh, clinch another trip to the Super Bowl. That'd be pretty nice. That would be very nice. That's what we're hoping for here at the Wells Fargo Center. Just about to uh, get set here with tip-off again. David Schmansky with you here alongside Stephen Kane. You're listening to WXVU 89.1, The Roar. Good crowd really settling in here on this uh, Sunday afternoon, uh, especially with the student section here at the Wells Fargo Center. Sixers played here last night, defeating the Denver Nuggets. Looks like just waiting for media to get ready here, FS1, and looks like we're ready to go here on this Sunday afternoon. It's Villanova and Providence. And the tip is won by Providence. So Villanova, they are in their home white uniforms, which they don't wear all that often, Steve, to be quite honest with you. Right now, Providence with the ball. It's Breed who passes it off to Hopkins, who is the leading scorer for the Friars. Carter, Carter takes a long three and no good. And rebound picked up by Caleb Daniels. Going another way. We are way high up here, Steve. This is uh, much higher than the Finn. Daniels now makes a move, finds Slater. Slater had a really good game against St. John's. Thinking about taking the three, now driving towards the basket is Whitmore, goes up for the layup, and he'll get it. Cam Whitmore gets the first two points of the day for the Wildcats. Yeah, and you called it, David. You said in the pregame show, Cam Whitmore, you're looking for a big game from him. Nice start, uh, driving to the basket and really exposing that interior defense for Providence. Well, Whitmore shot just two for 10 for Madison Square Garden, and you can't keep a player with his type of talent down for too long. So Whitmore gets the first two points of the afternoon. The Friars now going to take kind of a two from the corner shot from Carter. And it's good. Devin Carter, who averages 13 points per game, gets the first two of the day for the Friars. Yeah, and Devin Carter, a good two-way player. Like, not just a great offensive score, averages 13 points, but also two steals per game. Definitely look out for him to be a difference maker for the Friars. Justin Moore gets it underneath to Eric Dixon. Dixon uses his strength, moves around a man, and gets it. The layup for Eric Dixon. Great move by Dixon to get around the Providence player. 4-2 lead for the Wildcats. Yeah, and look for Dixon to have a bounce back game. Joel Soriano for the Johnnies really boxed him up, had a real field day against him, but nice bucket for Dixon. Good start for him. Breed was looking for Carter, and the ball goes out of bounds, but it's going to stay with the Friars. The Villanova faithful here in Nova Nation was hoping for that to be Villanova basketball but the referees say it's going to stay with Providence. Providence going to inbound here. Good pass underneath from Breed, but could not finish was Carter. Sorry, that was Hopkins. Rebound picked up for by Villanova. Moore gets it to Whitmore. 
Over to Slater. Slater now to Daniels. Caleb Daniels, the leading scorer, averaging for Villanova. Here's a three from the corner. No good. A little bit off the right side. Rebound picked up from Slater. Now he's going to try to get the layup, and he will. Shoots it over Croswell, the Philadelphia product, and Villanova now leads by four. Good start for the Wildcats, Steve. Yeah, and you could really see Villanova just asserting themselves on the glass. They did solid against St. John's. It was a very physical game on the glass, and we're definitely going to see that again against Providence. And so far, Villanova holding their own against a not very tall Providence team, but good at getting rebounds. Locke finds Breed. Breed at the top of the key. Now pass underneath to Croswell. Croswell against Moore and Dixon, and he'll get the two. Tough two there. Tough shot from Croswell. Yeah, the LaSalle transfer averages 12.7 rebounds, also some steals. Very good, both offensively and defensively. Here's Moore. Moore thought about it. Now finds Daniels for an open three from the top of the key. No good off the glass. Getting the rebound is Daniels. Finds Moore. Justin Moore still looking for his first point of the season. He's starting in his first game for the Wildcats this season. Moore trying to make a move, and he'll get his first two points of the season with a nice kind of hook shot. And Villanova now has an 8-4 lead. And we can finally say that Justin Moore scored a basket in this 2022-2023 Wildcats season. Feels great to say that. It sounds really good, Steve, don't it? 16-50 <laughs> left to play here in this first half. Villanova leading by four. It's Providence with the ball. It's Locke in the corner near the far side, near our media side, I should say. Here's Breed. Breed once again going to work against Dixon. Fake the three, now finds a wide open Crowswell underneath, and he'll get the two. So Crowswell has been active here so far for the Friars, eight to six, Villanova. Yeah, and a good pass from Allen Breed, too. The only player in the starting five that's actually been at Providence his entire collegiate career so far. Everyone else are, uh, everyone else's transfers. Crowswell now try to find a wide open. It's a three for Whitmore. It was wide open, and it's good. Cam Whitmore now has five points, and Steve, like I said in the pregame, He's going to need a big game, and so far, so good for Cam. Yeah, so far, so good. And how about Justin Moore taking the drive and then finding Slater open kind of in the corner? Could have maybe shot it, but then ended up getting it to Whitmore, who was pretty wide open for that three. Just having Justin Moore back on the floor really just makes this ball movement around the perimeter of Villanova that much better, David. Both teams shooting over 60% early here in this game. 11-6 Villanova lead. Providence now with a move towards the basket, and it's no good. Shot was taken by Carter. Rebound fought for by the Wildcats. It's Whitmore comes away with it. That was a shot that looks like Carter should have made, but Villanova will take it. Crossing the half-court V is Justin Moore. Moore sets up the offense for Coach Neptune's Wildcats. Finds Daniels being guarded by Carter. Let's go, Nova Chance. Rain down. It's Dixon in the paint going against Crowswell. It's a mismatch here. Dixon with his strength trying to make a move. Does and rims out. Rebound picked up by Carter going the other way for Providence. Hopkins now finds Breed. Breed with a nice move underneath. Tried to get kind of the reverse layup. And didn't go. Villanova will pick up the rebound. It's Daniels who finds Slater. So good defense these last two possessions for the Wildcats. Yeah, and we've seen just a lot of uncharacteristic misses for Providence. But as you said, David, really good. Just semi-contest from Villanova, doing just enough to make these little layups. They usually are routine for Providence, a little bit tougher. And that's been the difference so far in these first six minutes. Whitmore leading all scorers with five points. It's Dixon with the ball once again. Steve, that was your highlight player to watch out for. And we're going to have an offensive foul coming up here against Eric Dixon with 14.37 left to play here in the first half. We're going to take a break. You're listening to WXVU 89.1 The Roar. We'll be right back. It's an 11-6 lead for your Villanova Wildcats.
This is your home for a Villanova Wildcats basketball home games. Villanova University's WXVU Villanova. We are V891, The Roar. Stream us anywhere on the Radio FX app. Now, here's your three-day weather forecast for the main line. Clouds around for your Sunday with a slight chance of a shower, a high of 48. Clouds tonight, low down to 38. A mix of sun and clouds Monday, high of 51 degrees. And chillier on your Tuesday with a mix of sun and clouds and a slight chance of a snow shower, high of 36. Hey Villanova, here's how to thrive 365. If you're looking for a resource for your health and well-being, look no further than thrive365.villanova.edu. From the Office of Health Promotion at Villanova University, Thrive 365 is here to support you with topics like healthy eating, stress management, sleep health, and more. Go to thrive365.villanova.edu, create a free account, browse topics, and start living your best life. There's no one way to achieve well-being. Pick what works best for you at thrive365.villanova.edu. In the know with Nova Nurses, this message is brought to you by senior nursing students in the Fitzpatrick College of Nursing, the Office of Health Promotion, and 89.1 WXVU Villanova Radio. Welcome back, everybody, to the Wells Fargo Center here in South Philadelphia. It's the Wildcats leading the Friars right now 11-6. to And, Steve, such a great start for Villanova. Like, if Coach Neptune was in the locker room, which I'm sure, you know, obviously he was, drawing up a game plan, trying to get Villanova and the players to get ready for this game, this would be what he drew up. Good defense so far and great scoring by the Wildcats. Yeah, really good defense so far. They've done a great job at limiting, uh, really limiting this interior offense for Providence, which is really exceptional. They have Bryce Hopkins. They have Ed Crowswell. They have these guys that can really get to the uh, uh, get to the hoop, get inside the paint, assert their will. But Villanova has done pretty well. They've out rebounded them so far, and they've done pretty solid. And really, just something to look out for. Defense really is going to be the key for Villanova, as overall in games where they've as overall in games where they've held their opponents to under around 60, 65 points. They're uh, uh, they're nine and two on the season, so it'll be big for Villanova to. Oh, play that really good defense overall. The offense is always important. You want to score points. That's the objective. But really what they can do on the other end of the floor may be the difference maker. Well, I liked what you said there about the rebounds because Villanova is not a great rebounding team at all. But right now they're leading the Friars 6-1. to one. Obviously still early. Friars not a big team themselves. But it's good to see Villanova getting some rebounds and getting chances for those second chance points in the uh, getting some offensive rebounds. Providence shooting just 43%. Villanova shooting 63% from the field, 5-4-8. Uh, getting ready here as we're waiting for the uh, the band and the media timeout uh, to get over, and then we'll get back to action here. 14:37 left to play here in the first half. But we were talking about we were talking about a little bit earlier with Providence. They have a lot of players who are local here to Philadelphia. Obviously, we were talking about Crowswell earlier, also uh, from LaSalle, from Amber PA, Clifton Moore, a forward graduate student for the Friars. Uh, so definitely a lot of Villanova products here on this Friars team, kind of a homecoming, if you will. It's Providence who will start with the basketball after Dixon uh, committed the offensive foul. It's Bynum who has the ball for the Friars. His first check-in this afternoon. Bynum finds Hopkins, I believe, at the top of the key, and we're going to have a... 
Powell coming up here, it seems like. And it's going to be Villanova basketball, so they're going to call an offensive foul here on the Friars. Crowswell is going to get the turnover and the offensive foul. So Villanova basketball, Steve. Yeah, definitely a big play coming out of that timeout as Proud and Stephanie were looking to draw something up really special out of that timeout, trying to get a bucket, trying to really quell how well Villanova's been playing for the first six minutes. But definitely a costly foul for Crowswell, and now Villanova can hopefully look to add to this lead here. Leading a score for the Wildcats so far is Cam Whitmore. He has five. Whitmore finds Armstrong, the freshman who checks in for the first time this afternoon. Armstrong to Slater, Slater to Daniels at the top of the key. Shot clock is at 10. Slater thought about the three, finds Archidiakono. Good ball movement here. Whitmore faked the shot, shot clock at five. Villanova needs to get a shot off. Slater, shot clock at three. He'll take the long three, no good, too short. Off the rim, rebound by Providence. Going the other way, I believe that is Carter. Devin Carter for the Friars. Going to work against Daniels, and Carter has it all his way. Gets the bucket and cuts the Villanova lead to just three. Hopkins, sorry, gets the bucket for Providence. Yeah, and you see with Hopkins, that's really his go-to bread and butter move, just backing the guy down if no one comes to help and, and force him to kick out to someone on the perimeter on the double team. He'll just say, all right, I'm taking that one-on-one -on -one matchup, and we saw that there, exploiting a bit of a mismatch and he cuts the Providence, the, uh, the Providence deficit just to three. Yeah, Hopkins averaging over 16 points per game, so he already has four in this game. Something to look out for. Slater with the move towards the basket. Not quite enough. Rimmed out, and rebound going the other way for Providence. The Villanova faithful wanted a foul, and it looked like there was one there. But Providence, nonetheless, will come away with possession. It is Hopkins once again, mid-range two. No good, a little bit too much off the backside of the rim. Rebound by Cam Whitmore. Daniels tipped it to Whitmore. Whitmore gets it back to Daniels. Daniels falls down, makes a move, didn't travel, finds Slater, kicks it back out to Whitmore at the top of the key. Whitmore now makes a move going towards the basket, and he's blocked by Hopkins. Now going the other way are the Friars once again. This pass was tipped out of bounds by Slater, and it's going to go the other way. Providence seems like they can't believe it, but it's going to be Villanova basketball with 12.36 left to play here in this first half. Yeah, and we saw in that last possession, Hopkins just showing his defensive prowess, just swatting that shot from Cam Whitmore. That was actually the first bucket of the game started, that drive on the left side of the hoop for Whitmore. And you saw Hopkins say, not this time, buddy, with that one, with the swat outside. But you see with Villanova, they're playing very resilient, too. They didn't let that last offensive possession rattle them. So you had a nice hustle play by Slater, and it ended up turning into Villanova basketball possession here. Well, somehow Villanova hasn't scored in the last three minutes and 40 seconds. They're 0 for their last four in, from field uh, for Villanova. It's Armstrong loses the ball. It's stolen. Friars going the other way. I believe it's Hopkins who finds a wide open Monroe, or Moore, that is. It doesn't go down. Rebound picked up by Armstrong. Armstrong going the other way for Villanova. So Villanova, even though they haven't scored recently, they still have a three-point lead. It's Archer Diacono who finds Armstrong. Armstrong now at the top of the key, makes a move, takes a mid-range jumper, and it's good. Mark Armstrong gets Villanova back up to a five-point lead. It's 13 to eight. Yeah, and those two plays really have just summed up Mark Armstrong's freshman season. A lot of potential for Armstrong, especially in the years to come. Nice bucket from, uh, uh, from right behind the free throw line, but before that, a costly turnover. Luckily, it did invite Villanova in the butt there, but definitely something needs to work on that ball security. It's Carter, who's 0 for 2 so far today from the field. He'll miss another one. Rebound picked up by Justin Moore. Moore checking back in for the first time since he was out there with the starters group. So again, in his first game back, we do expect there to be a minute restriction, as there was with Cam Whitmore for a few games. 
I would imagine, though, that probably with uh, Moore, they're going to take it a little bit more easier than they did, perhaps with Whitmore, just due to the significance of the injury with the Achilles being a lot on running the court. That three ball did miss for Villanova, so Providence going to come the other way. And here's a shot, and it's taken good for Providence. It's by, I believe, so far up here, it's by Moore. It's now 13 to 10, Villanova. Yeah, and a nice little jab step got Dixon to uh, got Dixon to commit early, and then he created a little bit of space for that nice little bucket. Again, cuts the Providence deficit to three with that one. Armstrong finds Dixon. Here's more for a three. No good. Didn't quite have enough. And turnover here. So with 10 minutes and 43 seconds left here in the first half, we're going to take a break. It's a 13 to 10 Villanova lead. So we talked about how much scoring there was earlier. Not a lot of scoring right now going on, uh, but we'll be right back. You're listening to WXVU 89.1 The Roar. This is your home for a Villanova Wildcats basketball home games. Villanova University's WXVU Villanova. We are V891, The Roar. Stream us anywhere on the Radio FX app. The Spring 2023 Villanova Student Involvement Fair is being held Tuesday, February 7th from 5 to 8 p.m. at the Connolly Center in the Villanova Room. Groups from music and theater activities, media organizations, religious and spiritual organizations, and much, much more will be present to offer opportunities to all Villanova students. That's the Student Involvement Fair, Tuesday, February 7th from 5 to 8 p.m. at the Connolly Center in the Villanova Room, brought to you by the Office of Student Involvement. Be engaged. Be involved. This is Father Peter, and you're listening to V891, The Roar. This is your home for a Villanova Wildcats basketball home games. Villanova University's WXVU Villanova. We are V891, The Roar. Stream us anywhere on the Radio FX app. Villanova leading Providence 13 to 10. 10 minutes and 43 seconds left to play here in this first half from the Wells Fargo Center. Second game of the year for Villanova at WFC. David Spansky with you here alongside Stephen Kane. And Steve, we were talking about how much scoring there was, right? Last break we came out of it and we said, you know, there's a lot of offense in this game so far for Villanova. And that has kind of went the other way. Villanova just won for their last seven from the field, but somehow Villanova still sporting a three-point lead. Yeah, somehow. I think Villanova, I mean, those are those little four to five minute possessions that don't show up on the highlight sheet, but they can win you basketball games. You'll go through offensive routes and things like that, but it's all about just playing stingy defense. Again, that's really been Villanova's uh, uh, really bread and butter when they win games. Again, 9-2 in games where they hold their opponents to under 65 points this season. Definitely a number that Villanova's looking out for. But... Villanova have just gone cold, really. Uh, uh, they started off, they knocked down their first three. They've been 0 for their last six. And a lot of those threes were when Villanova really didn't know what to do on a possession. They just chucked up a shot as the shot clock was going down. So it's definitely about finding those open threes and making just more, I think, smart shots and smart passes. That'll definitely be the key for Villanova, try to get the offense back going. Because Providence will wake up eventually and start getting on a run of their own. 
Absolutely, and the Wildcats overall, they are 70 and 41 against the Providence Friars. Don't want to jinx anything, but a good record for the Villanova Wildcats nonetheless. Also, as was just on the board, Maddie Segrist becoming the all-time leading scorer, men's and women's basketball. So congratulations to Maddie becoming the all-time leading scorer for Villanova. Uh, and of course, also the women's team playing UConn. Huge matchup at 2 p.m. So right after this game gets over, and right before the Eagles game gets started, uh, the Villanova women's team is going to be taking on UConn up in Connecticut. Back out of action, Villanova leading 13 to 10. It's Providence ball. Breed starts with it. 10 minutes, 31 seconds left to play here in this first half. It's Bynum. Bynum being guarded by Moore. Now switches. Brendan Housen checks in for the first time today for Villanova. Wide open pass underneath. Good job by Dixon to get back, but the two nonetheless is good for Floyd. Corey Floyd, the freshman who averages two and a half points per game, gets the bucket and cuts the Villanova lead to just one. Yeah, although Corey Floyd, even though he hasn't had a ton of great games this year, had his career high 12 points in their win against Butler last time. So definitely look for a big performance from him today off the bench for the Friars. Villanova rushing things down the court. It's Dixon goes to the hook shot, which he's so good at, and gets it. Villanova now leading by three. It's 15 to 12. It really just is a work of art, isn't it? Just that hook shot that he does with the left hand. Arguably just one of the best post players in the country. Just how composed he is taking uh, uh, back at someone down who's sometimes even taller than him. Just knocked it down very nicely. And definitely looking a lot better than he did in the St. John's game there, David. Dixon up to four points. Trey Patterson checks in and plays lockdown defense immediately. It's a fight for it right near the Big East logo on the floor. And it's going to be Villanova basketball. So great job there by Trey Patterson, along with Housen and Daniels were in there. Fighting for was Bynum for the Friars, but nonetheless, Villanova going to take over possession, and it's 15-12 Villanova. Yeah, and Trey Patterson's a really important piece for this Villanova team. Ever since Jordan Longino went down, who definitely has affected this Villanova team, they've struggled defensively. Longino wasn't scoring a ton of points, but playing pretty good defense. Now you have Trey Patterson, who has to be that defensive guy that plays off the bench, and he's done pretty well so far, making some good defensive plays. Here's Whitmore going to the basket, and as he went up for the shot, he was kind of blocked. It's stolen, going the other way for the Friars. We're going to have an offensive foul coming up here against Providence and Hopkins. Hopkins is going to argue his case, but nonetheless, he had a uh, Villanova player in the back of the head, back of the neck, so it's going to be an offensive foul against the Friars, so Villanova possession. Yeah, we've seen just a couple costly fouls from Providence. You had the offensive foul on Ed Crowswell earlier, and now that one from Hopkins. Just some sloppy mistakes from the Friars, but it's all about for Villanova. Can they take advantage of these opportunities and extra possessions that the Friars are giving them? Both teams with two fouls so far, so pretty clean defense uh, and offense so far for both teams, even though there's only been 27 points scored here in the first 11 minutes or so. It's Daniels. Daniels dribbling, now finding a move, makes a move towards the basket around Moore, and he is blocked. Clifton Moore got a piece of it, and now the Friars go the other way. It's Breed once again who sets things up, being guarded by Housen. Finds Floyd. Floyd with two points so far here today. Breed now passes it open, wide open. Floyd for three. It bounced out, and we're going to have a foul coming up here against Villanova, I believe. But as you said, Floyd had a career high, or at least season high, uh, in the last game for Providence. He seems to have that confidence and wanting to shoot the ball here in this one. Yeah, and he's only really one of the only guys on this Friars team that can actually consistently knock down threes. Besides that, uh, besides Floyd and really Noah Locke, there really isn't anybody that is known for their three-point shooting. This is a team that loves to drive inside. And Carter. And Carter yeah. as well. Yeah, Devin Carter's also a good shooter as well. But besides that, you do struggle to find really consistency behind the three-point line for this Friars team. 
Yeah, a lot of inside scoring, as you were saying earlier. Here's a wide open pass to Crowswell, and he'll slam it down. Crowswell, the Philadelphia product in his return home, gets the emphatic dunk. And now Villanova just up by one. It's 15 to 14, 8 minutes, 28 seconds left to play here in this first half. You're listening to WXVU 89.1 The Roar. Slater had an open three, thought about taking it, decided not to, being guarded by Carter. Slater now makes a move towards the basket, kind of a hook shot, and this one rimmed out, rebound picked up by the Friars. Once again, it's Breed going the other way. Finds Hopkins, driving towards the basket. Stripped for a second was Pierre, but getting it back is Providence. And it's the alley-oop to Devin Carter. Pierre springs Carter, and Providence has their first lead of the afternoon. Yeah, back-to-back -back possessions where we were talking about it early in the pregame show. Villanova can't get beat on the glass like that. Here was a wide-open chance for a Slater dunk. He'll miss the dunk but it is a foul coming up here against Providence. So will be Brandon Slater who will go to the line to shoot two. When we come back, you're listening to WXVU 89.1. The Roar, seven minutes, 50 seconds left to play. Villanova trailing by one, 16 to 15. This is your home for a Villanova Wildcats basketball home games. Villanova University's WXVU Villanova. We are V891, The Roar. Stream us anywhere on the Radio FX app. The Berwyn Indoor and Outdoor Vintage Flea Market features antiques, collectibles, vintage jewelry, fashion, and so much more. The flea market happens every Saturday and Sunday through April from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. The Berwyn Indoor and Outdoor Village Flea Market is located at 270 West Swedesford Road in Berwyn. More information is available at philafleamarkets.org. This is Father Peter, and you're listening to V891, The Roar. This is your home for a Villanova Wildcats basketball home games. Villanova University's WXVU Villanova. We are V891, The Roar. Stream us anywhere on the Radio FX app. Welcome back here to the Wells Fargo Center. Right now, Villanova trailing Providence. It's 16 to 15. Let's talk a little bit about the Big East standings right now, Steve, because yesterday, Xavier was defeated by Creighton. Now, Creighton is really coming up in the standings for the Big East, playing really good defense, looking good. Now, Creighton was favored to win that game, but nonetheless, when a ranked number 13 opponent goes down, that definitely is going to cause a shift. And right now, Xavier and Marquette both tied. Providence just uh, behind a little bit. UConn is ranked. They've kind of fallen down the ranks. But right now, you have seven teams separated with just within four games, Villanova being one of them. Yeah, and it'll be a big just next couple games for Villanova. Very big week. Get a win here today, and then it'll be a really tough matchup against Marquette on Wednesday, and then they play Creighton on the road on Saturday. So definitely two very big games. And if Villanova were to somehow run the table, win all three of those, I mean, who knows, David? It's a very wide-open Big East. You just don't know what's going to happen. And for Villanova, they're certainly not out of it. They could definitely get some momentum throughout the month of February and maybe carry it into the Big East tournament. Absolutely. And, you know, as you were saying, it's kind of changed, right? In the beginning, it was UConn. It was looking like they were going to pull away. Then Xavier comes up. Looks like they're going to pull away. Then Marquette and Creighton right behind them kind of coming. And uh, it's kind of been back and forth. But Villanova getting themselves back into a better position, can get to 500 today. And a big part of this, too, is Villanova's on nine days rest, right? So I think that, you know, that's going to help them in this game. 
Now, as you were talking about, Steve, the road ahead, Villanova will battle Marquette in Marquette. Uh, that will be on Wednesday, February 1st. That game is at 8.30. Then Villanova heads to Creighton uh, on Saturday, February 4th at 7.30. And then Villanova will return home to the Finn to play DePaul on Wednesday, February 8th. They lost to DePaul at DePaul, did Villanova. So that game is going to be a revenge game, and Villanova needs to win that game, especially, you know, depending on what happens with Marquette and Creighton. But, you know, obviously I think the goal is to split those games at least and then defeat DePaul. Yeah, and you think that really after this stretch, the road does get a little bit easier. You do get those rematches yeah. against kind of the more bottom feet or lower tier teams of the Big East. Bonova needs to take care of business, pretty much run the table, win all those games. They can really only afford really to lose a couple more games, but Villanova has looked solid. They've had some good performances, and hopefully a big winning streak maybe could start here today. I mean, they're already on a two-game winning streak, but... Yep. Slater, who is an excellent free throw shooter, knocks down the first one at the line. He was going up for a dunk himself and did miss it, but was fouled, and he'll make both, so no broadcaster's jinx there. Villanova leading 17 to 16 right now, seven minutes, 50 seconds left to play here in this first half. But yeah, as you were saying, Villanova already done with Georgetown. They're already done with St. John's. I've played both of those teams two times. It's the first time, though, they played Providence, so a little bit late in the year for this to be happening, uh, but. Definitely uh, very interesting, and always the Wells Fargo Center with a great atmosphere. It's Carter going to work against Whitmore, both 22s going at it. The twos are wild. Again, Providence in their road, kind of blue jerseys. It's Breed at the top of the key being guarded by Armstrong. Right now out there for Villanova, it is Armstrong, Archer, Diacono, Daniels, Whitmore, and Dixon, and there's a two. So Providence uh, will get the layup and take an 18 to 17 lead shot there by Crowswell is now has eight points and leads all scorers in his return home to Philadelphia. Armstrong crosses the V at half court and now will set up the offense for Villanova. Signals Archidiacono to the corner. Armstrong trying to make a move once again at the top of the key. Finds Whitmore, who thought about it. Whitmore with five points so far here this afternoon. Now Daniels. Daniels still looking for his first points of the afternoon. Had a really good second half against St. John's. Daniels just off the left side of the rim. And now Providence going to rebound and go the other way. It's Pierre, who had a really nice pass for a dunk a few minutes ago. Carter there went for the layup, missed it. Fighting for the rebound, Villanova can't get it, and that will lead to points for Crowswell, who now is in the double digits, 10 points for Ed Crowswell, who averages 12.5 per game. I think it's safe to say, Steve, he's going to pass that pretty soon at this rate. Yeah, it's a tough possession, really just a tough sequence for Villanova. That Daniels three where he tried to call the ISO and tried to shoot, uh, 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 shoot off a crossover move, that was a little tough, but nice rebound bucket there from Dixon. Yeah, nice basket there from Eric Dixon. Dixon now with four points, or sorry, six points here for Villanova. Trying to get a pass, or sorry, that was a three, and it missed, rimmed off the back. Rebound picked up from Whitmore. Whitmore springs Daniels, who now will slow down this Villanova offense. Villanova just trailing by one. It's 20 to 19. You're listening to WXVU 89.1 The Roar. Archer Diacono. Passes underneath to Dixon. Dixon thought about it, but good defense there from Providence. Dixon now gets into the paint, makes a move, was looking for the three-point opportunity. The shot doesn't go, but Dixon will go to the line to shoot two. And we just talk about, you really can't sing his praises enough. Eric Dixon's moves on the poster. Some of the best in the country going up against Rafael Castro, who, mind you, is three to four inches taller than Dixon, overall six foot eleven. Got him with the nice pump fake and one with the little double move. Almost got the and one there, but he'll settle for two shots at the free throw line. Yeah, Kausho doesn't score a lot. I mean, he's a freshman, I, you know, minutes-wise, isn't getting the most minutes. But really, I mean, Castro, I'm sure Providence is in love with getting a freshman six foot 11 for a long time, right? 
obviously something that teams obviously look for. So Villanova right now, first one at the line for Dixon is good. He'll shoot one more. Villanova looking to take the lead. Five minutes, 45 seconds left to play. Villanova has committed three fouls, Providence at four. So really no risk of the bonus right now for either teams. Second one for Eric Dixon of the charity stripe is good. So Villanova now back up to a one-point lead, kind of on the teeter-totter right now, back and forth between both of these teams. As Providence, it's Bynum the other way. Here is Carter. Carter, good defense there being stopped by Whitmore. Now they switch. Bynum once again back out to Crowswell, who leads all scores with 10, finds an underneath Bynum, who gets the basket. Daniels falls down to the floor. Bynum will get the two. It's 22 to 21, Providence now. Moore, once again, controlling point for Villanova. 10 minutes so far for Justin Moore. Moore finds Daniels. Daniels to Slater for an open three, and it's good. Brandon Slater gets the three ball to fall down. He is up to seven points, Steve. Yeah, and a really good pass out of the double team from Daniels. Ended up finding Moore. Could have maybe taken that three, but it was smart just to give it to a wide open. Brandon Slater knocks it down. Villanova back in the driver's seat with under five minutes left. 24-22, as you said, four minutes, 49 seconds left to play. Here's Hopkins. Missed a little bit too much on the layup there. And now going the other way are the Wildcats. Justin Moore storms towards the basket with plenty of energy. Good move by Justin Moore. And that was authentic Justin Moore right there. Just beautiful. 26-22 lead for Villanova. Providence going to call a timeout. We'll stay right here, Steve. What would you take with that by Justin Moore? Authentic is really how I'll describe it. I mean, well, I mean, what Achilles injury, right? I mean, he looked perfectly healthy on that drive, just took it right to the cup, and that's really what you get with Justin Moore, somebody that can really, uh, not just a great three-point shooter, but also somebody that can drive inside and, again, has that potential to kick out, uh, uh, kick the ball out to someone in the corner or at a certain spot on the perimeter that's open, and a Villanova three-point shooter can knock it down. So... Really with Justin Moore, I mean, he's really made a difference for this Villanova team. Heading into this game, we were assuming that he wasn't going to play. It was kind of a toss-up, but I think now having Justin Moore back, that probably will give Villanova the edge in this one here at the Wells Fargo Center. Yeah, and Moore was practicing over Christmas break, but there was no timetable on his return. So uh, there was a picture that was put out uh, yesterday on Twitter uh, where the players were kind of practicing and they were in different jerseys. And something that I saw on Twitter, and I, I think it was maybe by the Nova Nationer uh, on Twitter, uh, was pointing out, I, I, and I'm probably forgetting the account, I'll try to find it if I can, was pointing out that the jerseys that were on the floor were blue. Usually whoever wears the dark blue jerseys will be the starters, and Moore was in a dark blue jersey. So yeah. that was maybe the signal that that was going to happen today, that he was going to start, and that is indeed the case. If I can find who did put that out, I'll, of course, try to get credit, but I think it was the Nova Nationer. But regardless, I mean, Moore starting is huge for this Villanova team, uh, and right now they hold a four-point lead over Providence. It is Friars' possession, though. Four minutes, 32 seconds left to play here in this first half. And Providence now going to get things set up in their offensive zone. Looks like it's Bynum at the top of the key. Now finds Locke. Locke for a long three, and this one no good. Yeah, that one was from, like, Curry range. He really yeah. tried to. <laughs> I know that uh, Murray was here last night for the Nuggets, uh, but I don't even know if he could have knocked that one down. Well, maybe, but that was a uh, far shot uh, there to take for Providence and Locke, who still has zero points today in this afternoon's contest. It's Villanova now with possession, trying to get the pass underneath. I believe that was Housen who tried to find Daniels, and now Villanova will have to quickly rush back. Four minutes to play here in this first half. Three ball in the corner for Providence, no good. Good rebound there from Cam Whitmore. Even though Whitmore was shot just two for 10, rebounded the ball very well in Madison Square Garden. 
Daniels now with the ball, finds Moore. Moore thought about it. Now passes it out to Hausen. Hausen, the freshman, finds Daniels. Daniels, the leading scorer, averaging for Villanova this season at 16.6. Daniels with the kind of fadeaway shot. will get the bucket jumper, and we'll have a chance to make it a three-point play. Villanova leads by six. Yeah, right on Andre Bynum, who's no scrub in any means, as he was named preseason All-Big East first team. Just kind of took him down. Again, Bynum was saying, oh, let's go one-on-one. -on -one. Daniels took that matchup and a nice little fadeaway from around the right elbow, knocked it down, and Villanova has a six-point lead there, David. So Villanova leading right now, as you said, Steve, 28 to 22. Three minutes, 39 seconds up to play here in this first half from South Philadelphia. We'll be right back. You're listening to WXVU 89.1, The Raw. This is your home for a Villanova Wildcats basketball home games. Villanova University's WXVU Villanova. We are V891, The Roar. Stream us anywhere on the Radio FX app. Now, here's your three-day weather forecast for the main line. Clouds around for your Sunday with a slight chance of a shower, a high of 48. Clouds tonight, low down to 38. A mix of sun and clouds Monday, high 51 degrees. And chillier on your Tuesday with a mix of sun and clouds and a slight chance of a snow shower, high of 36. This is your home for a Villanova Wildcats basketball home games. Villanova University's WXVU Villanova. We are V891, The Roar. Stream us anywhere on the Radio FX app. What's going on, everyone? I'm AJ Malo, the host of Thoughts of Yesterday with AJ, and you are listening to WXVU, V891, The Roar. Welcome back here to the Wells Fargo Center. David Chabansky with you here alongside Stephen Kane. Right now, the Wildcats leading 28-22 against the Providence Friars, who are ranked 23rd in the country, Steve. So far, what has kind of gone right for the Wildcats? They have a six-point lead, so so far, so good. Yeah, really, so far, so good. They've hung out, uh, they've hung around in that rebound battle. They've really done a great job at, I mean, Providence isn't the best three-point shooting team, but so far, 0 for 6, not a single three for Providence in this whole game. They've had to do all of their dirty work inside the three-point arc, so that's definitely been a big key for Villanova's success. And Really, everyone's just put in the work. Eric Dixon, eight points so far, has looked a lot better, has really had his way with really any of these Providence defenders that want to challenge him in the post. Definitely looking a lot better than he did against Joel Soriano in St. John, against St. John's in the Garden. You also have Brandon Slater with seven points too, knocked down a big three earlier uh, before our last break. And also Cam Whitmore too, you mentioned him, five points and also four rebounds. A lot of these guys getting rebounds, talked about it earlier. Justin Moore, three rebounds, definitely showing that athleticism. That really hasn't been hampered at all. He's, he's looked really healthy so far. And Caleb Daniels, a little bit quiet scoring-wise, two points, but three rebounds. So really just a lot of things have been going right for the Wildcats so far. 7-0 run for Villanova over the, over the last 90 seconds. They have made their last four shots from the field. But as you were talking about three-point shooting, has not really been good for either team today. Providence, they're 0 for 6. Villanova just 2 for 8, so a little bit better. But still, both teams struggling from behind the arc. So really, it's kind of been this inside paint game, which I think is why you're seeing guys like Eric Dixon, guys like Brandon Slater, really succeed so far for the Wildcats. 
Yeah, and you kind of knew that this was how the game was going to play out. Dixon and Slater, these guys going inside, especially since Providence gives up around 20, around the 23rd most points inside in the entire country. So big matchup for Villanova to exploit, and they've been doing a pretty good job of that so far and also getting to the free throw line as well. They've been doing well as of late. Well, for the break, Jarrett Bynum uh, fouled Caleb Daniels. So one shot at the line for Caleb, and he'll knock it down. So now it's a seven-point lead, a full touchdown lead right now for Villanova as the Eagles get ready to play the NFC Championship game across the street. Three minutes, 28 seconds left to play here in the first half. David Chpansky with you here alongside Stephen Kane. It's Providence and Carter with the ball at the top of the key. Carter being guarded by Archer Diakon, who plays such good defense. Now switching is Providence. Once again, still good defense here by Archer Diakono, but we're going to have a foul coming up here. Shot was taken by, I believe, Hopkins, but it will not count. We're going to have a foul here on the floor. So Villanova now up to four team fouls. Providence up to five. So getting closer to the single bonus, but still not in real jeopardy yet for either team. Providence has not scored in the last two minutes and 15 seconds. Both teams shooting around, well, uh, around 50%. Villanova 48%, Providence 46%. The Friars now once again. It is Carter who is one for six from the field today. Here's Hopkins with four points so far. Once again to Carter. Carter makes a nice move towards the basket and will get kind of the bounce to go for Providence as they cut the deficit to just five. Yeah, and on that possession, you could really just see how much this Villanova defense really respects Bryce Hopkins. Archie Diacono came in to help and try to force a double team on Hopkins, but that left Carter to be open, gave him a little space. He drove in there for the bucket. And here's a wonderful move by Cam Whitmore, who gets the dunk, and Nova Nation goes wild. Whitmore up to seven points, made a great move to get around Crowswell, and Villanova now leads 31-24. to 24. That was an excellent move by Whitmore, and it happened like in the flash of, the, flash of your eyes, really. Yeah, just his athleticism is just off the charts. You can definitely see why people are talking about him being a lottery pick in this year's draft. There's a mid-range jumper from Hopkins, and it's good. He's now up to six. So responding kind of both teams have, once again, kind of on that back and forth. But Villanova still leading by five as we're about to get to the two-minute warning here from the Wells Fargo Center. Here's a three ball from Whitmore. No good. Dixon fought for the rebound, but it will go the other way as the Friars will pick it up. It is Carter who finds Bynum, who has two points so far at the top of the key. Bynum being guarded by Dixon. And Bynum was looking for the assist there to Crowswell. And we're going to have a jump ball here coming up. We'll see who has possession. I think it's going to stay with Providence because I think the possession arrow was with Villanova, but we'll see. And we're going to have a couple check-ins here. So Whitmore will head out. So will Archer Diakono have some check-ins for both teams, it looks like. And, yes, it will be Providence ball. At the for Villanova, it's Slater, Dixon, Daniels, Armstrong, and Justin Moore. It feels so great to say Justin Moore in the, uh, the lineup right now out on the court. Providence looking to inbound. They will. It's Locke still looking for his first points of the afternoon, being guarded by Armstrong. A little bit of a mismatch here. Now Locke gets it back out to Carter. Carter, spin move around Moore, and he's blocked by Justin Moore. But we're going to have a foul coming up here against Moore. And, of course, the Nova Nation didn't like it. It was close to see. Looked like got some ball, maybe some arm there. But really close to call. Nonetheless, it will go in favor of the Friars. Two at the line for Carter coming up. But regardless, some really good defense from Villanova, back-to-back -back possessions. You had, uh, uh, I believe, Whitmore pick off that pass, force the jump ball. It did stay with Providence, but things like that can really disrupt the momentum of the opposing team's offense. And then 
on that last play that Justin Moore blocked. I do agree. It looked like a foul, I think, from up here, although we are pretty high up. So it oh, we're very high up. Yeah, very high up. <laughs> so. It, it it definitely took me a little bit, like, play-by-play-wise, because when you're at the fin, you're kind of, like, right there at the action, right? And uh, so it, it definitely, being up here, it is at times hard to see the numbers, uh, but uh, kind of gotten used to it over the last couple minutes or so. But uh, we're very high up. We are at what they call the balcony level here at the Wells Fargo Center. First free throw for Carter is good. He'll get one more from the stripe, and he'll knock down both. So Villanova now down to a one-possession lead. They lead by three, 31 to 28. But always great to play at the Wells Fargo Center, right? Good crowd here on hand with the student section and the parents really settling in, the alumni. And it's really great for everybody to come together. And there's so many of these games this year. Uh, this is only the second one. Of course, the first one being at Oklahoma, or being versus Oklahoma State. Uh, and Villanova 6-2 and two at home games this year, at home arena games. So definitely good start for Villanova at home in front of the Nova Nation. Here's Armstrong who makes a move right in front of the Nova Nation. But that pass will be intercepted going the other way. It is uh, Carter for the Friars. Carter finds Bynum. Now they switch to the Friars. Bynum cross-court pass to Floyd in the corner. Thought about taking it. Now finds Bynum once again. Sorry, that's Breed. Breed now gets to Carter once again at the top of the key. Shot clock at 11, and the three ball is no good. Rebound picked up by Caleb Daniels. So Providence tried to tie. Villanova can get a two-for-one if they hurry up here. It is Slater. Slater thought about making a move. Does a spin in front of the Big East logo on the court. Now bounce, bounce pass to Daniels. Daniels, shot clock at 16, and he'll get the shot off. Looking for a foul was Daniels, and Nova Nation didn't get it. No good. Friars going the other way. Now they'll maybe try to get a two-for-one. Shot clock at 23, so there's about a two- or three-second difference between the shot clock and the game clock. It's Bynum, though, who is in no hurry here for the Friars as they'll look to tie the game. Lots of boos coming down here from Nova Nation. Probably about that missed foul, most likely, and also that Providence is going to get the last possession here, most likely, of the first half. It's Bynum with two points at the top of the key. Shot clock at three. Good defense here by Armstrong, and the three will not go. And we're going to have a foul, or sorry, a shot clock violation coming up here against Providence as the ball did not hit the rim. So 1.7 seconds left here on the shot clock. Villanova will have possession. Not much time, though, to do too much. Yeah, not too much time. It's still some really good defense from Caleb Daniels, forcing a bad shot from Andre Bynum. Again, the preseason all for a first-team Big East selection. But the defense on these last few possessions has been pretty solid for Villanova. Only have really given up one bucket out of the last four or five possessions or so. But they've looked a lot better. They've hung in there. Even though the shots haven't been falling, there was the missed three earlier by Whitmore. But the ball movement looks a lot better. You just get those open shots, and eventually they'll start falling. Yeah, so 1.7 seconds left here on the clock. Kyle Neptune had all four timeouts, so he says, why not use one, right? Maybe try to get a play up and see what happens. 31-28 uh, to Villanova. Right now, Villanova lead. Both teams shooting 46% here from the field. Stay tuned. We'll have a live half game, or half, half game, what am I saying? Halftime show uh, from the Wells Fargo Center. Uh, Steve and I, uh, and then if Steve will have the uh, second half play-by-play -play coming up here on WXVU 89.1 The War. Make sure to check us out on Twitter at WXVU. We did not do a poll question today, but we definitely usually do them when we're at the fin and when we have some more time. This is also the first game at Steve's broadcasting debut for WXVU for Villanova Wise. Always does a great job. By the way, if you are you know listening to the games uh, and just kind of turn it on at game time, you're definitely going to want to catch. I know it was a short one today, but the pregame show, uh, the postgame show, Steve does a great job of both of them, so definitely check them out uh, You know when we're at the fin doing games uh, from over there and Steve is back in the studio. So definitely great to always listen to. 
Uh, and check us out on Twitter, though. We'll do some more polls coming up here. You kind of stay up to date with everything WXVU. So many great shows being debuted this semester as well. It's Dixon for three. No good. Villanova somehow got a decent look out of that with 1.7 seconds left to go. Yeah, the fadeaway three almost ended up sinking it right in the Providence defender's face. Yeah. Bond but, drive pass right to Dixon. Yeah, that's why, I mean, you don't give up on those two seconds left kind of plays. You don't just kind of be like, okay, we're just going to run out the clock, go into the break, have a three-point lead. You always try to take advantage because who knows, that looked that looked good pretty much yeah. all the way to the last and second. credit to Coach Neptune for, I'm sure, like the, for a play to work that well executedly and to get a good shot, uh, even though it, you know, it didn't go down with 1.7 seconds left. Very good play call. So we're going to take a quick break here. 15 minutes left here in the half. We'll be back in about a minute or two. We'll play a promo or two, and we'll be back with the halftime show. You're listening to WXVU 89.1 The Roar. Right now it's a 31-28 to 28 lead for your Villanova Wildcats at the half. And good afternoon from WXVU. You're listening to Villanova Basketball on V891 The Roar. I'm your host, Stephen Kane. And this is WXVU's presentation of Villanova basketball here. Villanova taking on Providence at the Wells Fargo Center, second game of the season. Villanova leads by three, 31 to 28, trying to get back to 500 on the Big East schedule. As David and I were saying, a wide open Big East would be a huge win for Villanova against a ranked opponent. Providence ranked 23rd in the country. And just, David, it's been a solid first half for Villanova, looking to continue that play in these last 20 minutes. Yeah, I mean, it's it's been a really good first half for Villanova, right? Heading into this game, if you were to tell us and you were to tell Nova Nation and Kyle Neptune, all the players are going to be up by three against Providence, I think they'll take it, right? Because it's the first-ranked opponent against Xavier. But I'm sure they also, of course, had that confidence that they were going to win this game. And, you know, I think this is a really good matchup for Villanova, right? Providence is not a super tall team. Either is Villanova. But you get back Justin Moore, and there's a great energy in the building right now. And, of course, across the street, Eagles getting ready to play the 49ers in the NFC Championship. So just a lot of energy, great vibes right now here in South Philadelphia. Yeah, really good vibes, and hopefully Villanova can get the W today, and maybe the Eagles can also make it a 2-2 day here in South Philly. It's the second half, ready to get underway here at the Wells Fargo Center. It'll be Slater bringing it up across the V. It's going to be guarded by Bryce Hopkins, easily the best player for Providence. It's going to be now to Dixon, working on Croswell. And now to Justin Moore, working inside. He's going to get that 1v1 matchup. Shot's going to be blocked, though by Alan Breed, and tried to throw the pass to Hopkins. Slater nearly got a hand on it. Both guys on the floor, and it looks like it'll remain Providence basketball. Yeah, that's a scary collision. It looks like that Carter is a little bit slow to get up there, or maybe that's Hopkins. I think that was Hopkins who was a little bit slow to get up collision there after with Slater. But yeah, Villanova defense so far kind of hard-pressed uh, coming out of the break here. Yeah, and we've seen Slater really a couple times just making these making these really athletic defensive plays, just knocking the ball out of bounds. And even though Providence retains possession, that can really get into an opposing offense's heads as Breer is going to kick to Hopkins, now on the right side of the floor, to Locke. Back to Hopkins, and now Breed. Going to give it to Hopkins, and now it's going to go inside to Crowswell at a really good first half. And he is going to win that matchup against Eric Dixon. First bucket to the second half, and Providence cuts the lead to one. Yeah, Crowswell already up to his averaging points per game, right at 12 and a half, already up to 12 points. So, yeah, Crowswell definitely going to have to watch out for him. Obviously, he must like being back in his hometown of Philadelphia. As Moore is going to kick it to Whitmore. Whitmore saw a little bit of space. He's going to take the three, no good, and it's going to be Breed with the rebound. Providence looking to force the issue here, and Breed is going to go for the floater to take the lead. No, 
Going to be a rebound, though, I believe, by Devin Carter. He's going to kick it to Hopkins. Shot's going to be a little bit tipped, I believe, by Whitmore. And Daniels is going to come away with a defensive rebound. Now Villanova on the other way as Justin Moore working on Hopkins. A little spin move. And got met with the double team. Going to kick it out to Daniels for three. No good. That was a good shot by Daniels. Had some space there as... And how about that from Villanova? It's a cam slam, second one of the game as a bit of a turnover. Sloppy passing from Providence. Justin Moore taking advantage and being opportunistic, giving it to Cam Whitmore as Villanova back up by three. Yeah, I was going to say, as Cam Whitmore slams, but I know the play-by-play -play guy always wants to say that. But, yeah, I mean, really so far for Villanova, I mean, you can't kind of just get settled in with taking the threes, have to continue to go to the basket and kind of keep on doing what is, you've done so successfully here this afternoon. And a little bit of space there given to Devin Carter. He's not going to take the three. Ball now given to Noah Locke. Shot's going to be no good, although rebound for Providence. And it looks like it's going to be a foul on Devin Carter. And it looks like he'll go to the line for two. Yeah, Villanova played really good defense in the first half, but a big part of it was they weren't fouling, right? So we'll keep an eye on that as that kind of continues on in this game. So far, only the first foul about two minutes and ten seconds into this one. But something to keep an eye out for because obviously Villanova, you know, they don't want to put Providence on the foul line. They're having a tough time shooting the three ball today. Make them take those shots instead of putting them at the charity stripe. Yeah, definitely. For Villanova, they're very good at not fouling a lot on defense and for Providence again they love just getting to the free throw line and they shoot a respectable 73% too as Devin Carter transfers from South Carolina first free throw is going to be good cuts the lead to two only one other game today in uh, Big East play Steve uh, Georgetown and St. John's going to get underway in just about an hour uh, from Madison Square Garden so Georgetown St. John's uh, should be a good game. St. John's kind of falling down a little bit in the ladder. Georgetown getting their first yeah, Big East win in 29 matchups. Uh, so Georgetown, I guess, trying to get back on track. Yeah, somebody was due to lose to Georgetown, and I'm just happy it wasn't, it wasn't Villanova. It wasn't Villanova. <laughs> so it's going to be a one-point game. A little full-court press from Providence. It is going to work. Turnover forced by Carter. Noah Locke's going to go up with it. And all of a sudden, Providence has a lead just two and a half minutes into this second half. I mean, kind of a bad 30 seconds or so there for Villanova. You get the foul, and then you get the turnover, having trouble inbounding, and it's sloppy basketball. Just can't do it. They didn't really do it to start this game and can't really get into that pattern, especially here in the second half when it even matters more. Yeah, as the full-court press has really confused Villanova, but Justin Moore being back should definitely help with that. As Dixon's going to go up with this one. No good. Crowswell, he's had a very good game for the Friars as Dixon tried to go up with the left-handed layup. No good is now... The offense will go for the Friars' breed. It's going to kick it to, I believe that's Hopkins. And here it is, a little mismatch. Chris Archidiakono guarding him, but if nearly forces a turnover. It's going to be kicked to Crowswell. Good pass from Hopkins. And there it is really with Crowswell. He's, he's gotten some nice buckets, but again, kind of taking advantage of just the chaos, and he ended up getting his, another bucket for his stat line. Yeah, he always seems to be in the right spot at the right time yeah. for Providence, right? Kind of getting those wide-open baskets. So right now, uh, Crowswell right up to 14 points. As Moore is going to try to take it up on Breed, and he's going to get the foul, and he'll go to the line for two. And we've seen really Justin Moore get a bit of a concern, the minutes restriction, how athletic is he going to be, and so far, he's just he knows that this Providence team is vulnerable in the interior. They give up around 57% of their points from inside the arc. And so far, Villanova's done a great job exploiting that. 
Yeah, I think he looks really good, right? I mean, he looks healthy, especially, you know, from here. Uh, but, you know, something else to keep in mind is just, you know, with Moore kind of coming back, the playbook for Kyle Neptune and Villanova in terms of what they can do with Justin Moore is not 100% right now, obviously, right? You still kind of want to take it easy, especially coming off of a really tough injury like an Achilles injury. Uh, you know, all injuries are tough, but especially with the Achilles. So, you know, obviously the playbook isn't 100% right now, but I think that as we continue to move throughout the season, I think you'll see Justin Moore really kind of get back to scoring 15, 20 points per game. Yeah, this isn't Colin Gillespie, Jermaine Samuels. This is a new team for Villanova, new coach too. So definitely it'll be interesting to see how Justin Moore finds his way into this Villanova team as the season progresses. Now Providence, it's going to be Devin Carter with the wild layup. That's going to fall. And Providence now up by four. They've gotten it going so far in the second half and have had their way inside. Kind of a lucky bounce, but it was a really good move there by Carter to even have some space to shoot that shot. And this full-court press that Providence have deployed so far, it's really made Villanova a bit uncomfortable as Arch passes out of a double team. And now the ball's going to fall to Whitmore, the top of the key, to Arch Diacono, now to Moore. It's going to be swung around to Whitmore for three. And that shot's just beautiful when it falls right in Hopkins' grill. And it's a one point, just a one point deficit now for Villanova. Staying in it so far, a big timely three from Whitmore. It's really nice to see Cam Whitmore up into double digits, double digits with 12 points. He struggled just shooting two for 10 from the field in the last game. It's really nice to see him going again and five for nine from the field this afternoon. And Crowswell gonna go up for the dunk. It's gonna be semi-tipped and blocked by Brandon Slater. And now Archidiakono going to lead it to Whitmore. Whitmore, another three. No, almost. A little bit of a heat check there for Whitmore. A little bit of a heat check, but he did have a little more space than the last three. As now it's going to be given to Hopkins from Breed. No good. Rebound Carter. And the ball's going to be swung around. And then Hopkins is open for three. Does not take it. Whitmore guarding him. Now the offense slowing down. It's going to be to Noah Locke. And it looks like it's going to be a... I think a travel called on Noah Locke, so Villanova is going to get possession. That'll bring us to the first timeout. Really not much has changed. The only thing is Providence now have a one-point lead. It's still a very close game. You're not going to want to miss it here on V89-1 The Roar. We'll be right back after this. This is your home for a Villanova Wildcats basketball home games. Villanova University's WXVU Villanova. We are V891, The Roar. Stream us anywhere on the Radio FX app. This is Father Peter, and you're listening to V891, The Roar. Hey, Villanova, here's how to thrive 365. If you're looking for a resource for your health and well-being, look no further than thrive365.villanova.edu. From the Office of Health Promotion at Villanova University, Thrive 365 is here to support you with topics like healthy eating, stress management, sleep health, and more. Go to thrive365.villanova.edu, create a free account, browse topics, and start living your best life. There's no one way to achieve well-being. Pick what works best for you at thrive365.villanova.edu. In the know with Nova Nurses, this message is brought to you by senior nursing students in the Fitzpatrick College of Nursing, the Office of Health Promotion, and 89.1 WXVU Villanova Radio. I'm Tallinn Postian, the host of Take a Wild Guess with Tallinn, and you're listening to WXVU V89.1 The Roar. 
And welcome back to the Wells Fargo Center. You're listening to WXVU V891 The Roar. I'm your host, Stephen Kane, alongside my co-host, David Chapansky. Villanova in a close battle with the 23rd-ranked Providence Friars, 38-37 so far. And really just throughout this game, it's really been Ed Crowswell that's been the guy that Villanova struggled to stop so far. Yeah, so far, right, 14 points. And we were talking about the halftime show, like, is this production sustainable? And so far, Crowswell is saying, yes, absolutely it is right yeah. now. Uh, seven for eight from the field, and he just seem like, seems like he can't miss so far this afternoon. So, of course, in his return home to Philadelphia, uh, really enjoying playing at the Wells Fargo Center, obviously. Uh, so, Crowswell, yeah, they definitely need to find a way to stop him because they've done a pretty good job keeping Bryce Hopkins kind of in check, the sophomore uh, from Oak Park, Illinois, uh, with six points right now, just three for nine. He's the leading scorer for the Friars and, you know, has been putting up a lot of points lately. He was the leading scorer also in their last game against Butler. Yeah, and it was really a lot of just for, for Hopkins, really, just passing on to double teams. Has three assists, four rebounds, has contributed a little bit, but I agree with you, David, just not to the extent that I think a lot of people thought heading into this game he would. On the other side, really, for Villanova, though, Cam Whitmore's really come live. Five points so far in the second half. He had a little cam slam off of a Justin Moore first forced turnover, and then a nice little three for Whitmore. And he's really come alive, leads Villanova in, in scoring with 12 points so far. So much kind of expectations for Cam Whitmore, right? We were talking about earlier kind of him being a lottery pick potentially this season, so or this upcoming draft. Uh, so, you know, I definitely think that Whitmore obviously is, I think the games go on, and it's all about kind of building chemistry, right? We're kind of having a lot of players coming in and, out of, and in and out of the lineup. Obviously, Longino being injured, now getting back Justin Moore. But I really think this game for Cam Whitmore has been really, really good. It's nice to see him shooting the ball well again, playing with confidence and really kind of controlling the game and tempo uh, with confidence in the way that, you know, we know that he can. Yeah, and he really is that difference maker, especially when you feel like the offensive playbook is struggling. Just give it to Cam Whitmore. And if you get that one-on-one -on -one matchup, he can really do some amazing things. Just has a lot of talent on so far for Villanova as Slater's going to inbound to Daniels. He's forced into the double team. This full court press again for Providence deployed by coach Ed Cooley. It's been tough for Villanova to navigate but they're hung in there. Armstrong's going to split the double team and he goes up and in. Villanova takes the lead right back and just the athleticism from Mark Armstrong. Really one of the most athletic guards we've really seen wear a Villanova uniform so far. As Villanova has a one point lead it's going to be Breed going to kick it to Hopkins. And that's going to, be, and there's going to be a drive up by Carter. That's going to be semi-blocked again by Slater. Now Villanova going the other way. Armstrong going to try to go up, pump fakes, and he doesn't make the bucket, but he is going to draw the foul. Good possession there from the Wildcats, and Armstrong's going to go to the line for two. Well, yeah, I mean, kind of how you beat the full. Uh, the full court press is you need to find someone obviously with speed and someone that kind of is able to get free and break away and Mark Armstrong obviously with his athleticism and his energy and his quickness up the court is the perfect guy to try to beat that full court press and I think that's why Kyle Neptune has been using him a lot in this second half. Yeah, you can see really just with the full court press with Armstrong his athleticism and speed also his defense has gotten a lot better too we've seen a little bit of like ball security issues from Armstrong I mean he does play at a very frantic pace sometimes so you can he can have some turnovers and make some bad passes and things like that but overall Armstrong does have a bright future ahead of him as he misses the first free throw but is going to knock down the second one Villanova now leads 40 to 38 14 23 left in the second half very close game a real kind of must win kind of vibe for Villanova they really need a, a signature marquee win here at the Wells Fargo Center as 
Villanova now playing a little bit of an aggressive defense of their own. It's going to be to Breed. And he's going to hand it off to Locke. Now to Devin Carter and Hopkins. Just doing a little bit of hot potato behind the arc. And now Hopkins spin move jumper. And that's why he's in the conversation for Big East Player of the Year. That I mean, de decent defense from Slater. Just not much you can do about it. And then it ties the game up. That's an NBA-type level move right there. Really good move from Hopkins. And as you said, in conversation for the Big East Player of the Year. And uh, so far this season, it's really looked like it, to be honest. It's now Villanova trying to get that lead back. Daniels counters a little bit of a double team. Now he's going to be matched up by Carter. A little bit of a mismatch, but Daniels is ready to go for it. And he gets the nice little floater. Caleb Daniels can knock down those threes, but also is great in that post. Nice bucket from Daniels. As now Villanova leads 42-40. to 40. It's going to be Devin Carter. Gives it to Rosewell, or excuse me, that's going to be Hopkins. And Slater's really taking him on, getting physical. Hopkins going to go up with it. And it looks like a foul is going to be called. And the Villanova faithful certainly does not like that. Call looked like a travel. Yeah, 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 it, yeah, it looked like it he looked may like have traveled. Travel. Yeah, yeah. I think that. I think he. I think the refs and I think that um, uh, Hopkins. Sorry, uh, I think that Hopkins was trying to say that he pivoted, uh, but it looked more like to me that he walked. So, yeah, but yeah. I think the refs kind of saw that in the same view of that he didn't walk and that he pivoted, but it looked very close to me. Yeah, and that pivot foot, yeah, I think may have come up from here. Obviously, we are pretty high up, so it is very a high up to Steve. see. <laughs> very high up, so as Andre, Jared Bynum and Justin Moore are going to check in for Providence and Villanova, respectively. Hopkins knocks down the first free throw, and he's going to also knock down the second one. Tie game, 13-14 left, 42 apiece between Villanova and Providence. There's the full-court press again, and it's going to be a turnover forced by Bynum as Moore tried to get it to Armstrong. Ball kind of slipped out of his hands. Bynum did just enough to force that turnover. Well, right now, I mean, we're, we're tied, right? And this is going to be a back-and-forth game. I like to say teeter-totter, you know, going back and forth. But how this game is going to be won, in my opinion, is there's a long three, no good. But, you know, I think how this game is going to be won is who, you know, doesn't make sloppy turnovers and who doesn't, you know, play sloppy and commit fouls, I think is really how this game is going to be won because both of these teams seem very evenly matched. Yeah, and the ball security for Villanova has been pretty good. Only five turnovers, six for Providence. Pretty evenly matched so far. Makes sense that the score is evenly matched, too. As Moore is going to give it to Daniels, he's working on Breed meeting a flurry of Providence defenders. Going to give it to Whitmore. Had the bucket, but no good. He's going to miss the layup, and now Providence in transition. It's going to slow down with Hopkins. Now he's working on Dixon. Nice little move there. And it looks like looks like the ball will stay with Providence. Again, more boost from the Villanova faithful on that one. Well, they're getting ready for the Eagles game. <laughs> yeah, they're getting ready. Yeah, getting ready We're for the getting Eagles ready for the game. Eagles game. Yeah. Wanna let Brock Purdy hear it. As Hopkins gonna work on more out of that out of that inbound pass. No good. Good defense there from Dixon and also more. A little bit of help there. Dixon now. It gives it to Armstrong. He's working on Breed. Tries to get him on the pump fake. Gonna give it to Whitmore. Had maybe a second. Little step back, and that is gonna go in. Right in Clifton Moore's grill. Keep in mind, Clifton Moore is six foot eleven, and that doesn't face Cam Whitmore. Knocks down that three and gives Villanova the lead once again. As just twelve minutes left in this second half, Villanova leads forty-five to forty-two. The Wells Fargo Center getting loud here. 
you just feel this is kind of a big possession. Villanova trying to at least keep this lead and maybe add to it a little bit as it's going to be given to Devin Carter for three. That's going to be no good. The three-point shooting for Providence hasn't been great, and Villanova have gotten those rebounds. It's been huge. Big rebound for Merrick Dixon there. And now Whitmore, good pass to Dixon, fakes the shot. Ball's going to be swung around. Armstrong three, no good. What a rebound from Eric Dixon. And Villanova stays alive in this possession. Skied over. Need two. points here. Need points. Definitely need points. And now Dixon going uh, to spin. And a beautiful bucket from Eric Dixon. The nice little fadeaway shot. And Villanova goes up by five. And Providence is going to need a timeout. The momentum has shifted in the building. Villanova lead 47-42. to 11-14 left. Villanova knocking on the door for easily their biggest win of the season, their first against a ranked opponent. Will they hold on? we got to find out and listen more. We'll be right back here. Uh, you're listening to WXVU V891, The Roar. From the newsroom, this is WXVU News Director Gabriella Raffoul with your weekly Mainline News Minute. As of Tuesday, January 10th, Route 30, also known as Spring Mill Road, between County Line Road and Montgomery Ave, will be closed Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. Local access will be open for all Spring Mill Road parking lots and West Campus lots during construction. Please allow extra time as this closure will be in effect through Thursday, September 28th. In other news, low-wage workers in Pennsylvania are missing out on the pay hikes that took effect in 23 other states this month. Almost 8.5 million people are getting higher wages according to the Economic Policy Institute. Although Pennsylvania is surrounded by states with higher minimum pay, State Senator Art Haywood says the General Assembly, particularly the House, has refused to rise above the current federal minimum wage of $7 and a quarter. Haywood thinks that might change, however, since newly elected Governor Josh Shapiro supports raising the minimum wage. I'm very optimistic because now the House has new members and those new members, I believe most of them are committed to raising the minimum wage. From the newsroom, this is WXVU News Director Gabriella Raffoul with your weekly Mainline News Minute. Now back to live coverage of Villanova Wildcats basketball. Only on Villanova's V891, The Roar. And welcome back, everybody. Good afternoon from the Wells Fargo Center. You're listening to WXVU V891, The Roar. I'm your host, Stephen Kane, alongside my co-host, David Chapansky. Villanova leads 47-42 against Providence. 11-14 left in the second half. Things have just been going good for Villanova. Nice little 5-0 mini run. Wilty Cat is dancing right now. Everyone's on their feet getting Cat loud. Cat guy is here. Yep, it's, it's been guy? yeah, it's been it's been really good for Villanova and just I mean things have been going great for the Wildcats with some just timely defense and some much needed buckets to have them pull ahead. Yeah, I mean Steve, you couldn't have set up really better than I did, right? Got to find a way to to pull away in this game and kind of get some separation between you and Providence. And so far, Villanova's done that over the last minute or so, building a five-point lead and hopefully they can extend it here soon, but Providence right now one for the last seven from the field. They haven't scored in two minutes, so Villanova needs to take advantage of that, make sure they're executing buckets offensively and still playing good defense on the other side of the court. Don't want to let uh, Providence, uh, you know, get any closer into this game. Yeah, you certainly know as Providence are a very good and very capable team on both sides of the floor. 
Got a big three from Cam Whitmore. It was 42 all, and then final couple plays before we went to, into the last break. Cam Whitmore, another big three from Whitmore. He now has 15 points, and then a nice little fadeaway jumper from Eric Dixon. Got the crowd going. Villanova up by five, and it looks like they're going to play a little full-court press, too, as Providence will start with possession. Jared Bynum's going to give it to Noah Locke. And it's going to be Jared Bynum running the point. Again, preseason, all Big East first team selection. So definitely no scrub. And a great defensive play from, and I bet yeah, that is Cam Whitmore. Ended up forcing the turnover. And now Villanova a chance to extend this lead even more. As Justin Moore working on Corey Floyd. Now going to be to Dixon. And now Whitmore goes up with it. And you just can't stop him. You just cannot stop him. What a performance from Whitmore in this first part of the second half, just going up on Hopkins there. I mean, any win is obviously huge for Villanova, but if you can get a statement win where you pull away and win this game by a good number, I think that means so much more to Villanova and so much more in terms of their overall Big E standings. As Bynum going to chuck up the three, and that's going to be good. Even with Dixon, a good contest there. Usually it's wide open three for the opposition. They knock it down, but you really can't criticize Villanova there as a really good and timely three from Bynum. Yeah, Bynum was kind of held quiet today, averaging about eight points, only had two points before that three, so kind of a much-needed bucket for him. As Moore working on Corey Floyd, who had a really good game against Butler in their win, in, in their win against Butler. Dixon going to kick it out to Moore for three. Oh, that just lipped out. Bynum now with the rebound, thinking about maybe pressing the issue here, going on the fast break, going to slow down. Step back three, and that's good. Back-to-back -back threes from from Jared Bynum. And again, not terrible defense from Mark Armstrong. Just Jared Bynum's feeling it right now. As nine and a half minutes left, Villanova leads 49-48. to 48. Armstrong, good pass to Dixon. No one there. Dixon, yes. Oh, wait, no, that didn't go in. That rattled around five or six times. Somehow didn't go in for Villanova. Just a little bit cold from behind the arc. Still a good pass from Armstrong. It's around just nine minutes left. We are pretty high up in the booth. That did, for a second, look like it did fall, but... I've been there, Steve. I've been there. Yeah, so... <laughs> as Jared Bynum, he's really feeling it right now, and he is putting the Providence Friars on his back. That's eight straight points from Jared Bynum. Providence now have the lead 50-49, to 49, and Villanova is going to call a timeout, and it's really just been like a, a marquee, just heavyweight fight with two equally matched fighters. Villanova threw a bunch of punches to end one round, and now Providence comes back in the next round, and they get a nice little run on their own off the back of Jared Bynum. So 8.47 left in this second half. Again, we'll be right back. Villanova trying to hang with the number 23-ranked Providence Friars and trying to get their biggest win of the season at the Wells Fargo Center. We'll be right back. You're listening to WXVU V891, The Roar. I'm Katie Farmer, the host of Eclectica, and you're listening to WXVU V891, The Roar. This is Father Peter, and you're listening to V891, The Roar. This is your home for a Villanova Wildcats basketball home games. Villanova University's WXVU Villanova. We are V891 The Roar. Stream us anywhere on the Radio FX app. 
The Spring 2023 Villanova Student Involvement Fair is being held Tuesday, February 7th from 5 to 8 p.m. at the Connolly Center in the Villanova Room. Groups from music and theater activities, media organizations, religious and spiritual organizations, and much, much more will be present to offer opportunities to all Villanova students. That's the Student Involvement Fair, Tuesday, February 7th, from 5 to 8 p.m. at the Connolly Center in the Villanova Room. Brought to you by the Office of Student Involvement. Be engaged. Be involved. And welcome back to the Wells Fargo Center. It's currently rocking, standing ovation for former Villanova alum Brian Westbrook, former Eagles running back. Villanova trailing against Providence just by one, though, 50 to 49, 8.47 left in the second half. And David, it was really just because of Jared Bynum really having a really solid performance, eight straight points for the Friars, really putting Ed Cooley's team on his back. Well, now that Brian Westbrook is here, I think it's just destiny for Villanova and the Eagles to both win. So I think it's kind of destiny. But yeah, I mean, Bynum's looked really good, right? You know, we talked about, as now they're doing the Eagles chant. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, really, uh, averaging eight points per game was Bynum, and he was so quiet in that first half, right, only two points. So he kind of knew that, you know, he's their leading scorer off the bench for Providence. So, you know, getting now up to 10 points, they were using him in a good amount of, of minutes, already up to 15 minutes. So he was just knocking down shots, four for five from the field, two for three uh, from behind the arc. So, yeah, Bynum just looks really good, and, you know, that's what Providence needed. They needed some better three-point shooting, and, you know, they finally got their first uh, two, three, uh, three balls to fall, and both of them have been from Bynum. Yeah, it's been a tough, uh, it's been a tough, tough sledding for Villanova these last couple minutes as the Fly Eagles Fly and Eagles chant just rang throughout Wells Fargo. But overall for Villanova, I mean, another Cam Whitmore bucket. He's having a really good second half, 17 points, five rebounds, a seal on a block. He's been doing very, very well. But again, I think the main thing too was just a little bit of sloppy offense from Villanova that ended up giving Bynum those opportunities to score and cut into this Villanova lead. But for Villanova, they've been playing solid. A couple threes from Providence, still 15% though. Still solid defense from, uh, from Villanova because both those threes were from Bynum and both of them were solid contests from Armstrong and Dixon. But as you were saying, David, I mean, it's hard to stop a player who's really just on a roll right now. Hopefully he cools down and Villanova shooting 22%. Again, hasn't been great three-point shooting for either team, but they are winning the three-point battle. That's all that matters is Dixon's going to do a quick give-and-go to Slater, and it's going to be an and-one. Brandon Slater gets inside, and that's a big bucket. Villanova back in the driver's seat. I really love the way that Brandon Slater is playing right now, and really it's kind of been over the past two or three games, right? In the beginning of the season, we saw we saw a lot of Brandon Slater kind of taking three-pointers that didn't really make too much sense. You know, they were contested shots, but we've really seen Slater get back into his game, which is, you know, going to the rim, getting some inside scoring, and, you know, if there is a wide-open three to take, take it, and, you know, there's a chance he'll hit it, but I really like the way he's playing with confidence, which has kind of been a big word this broadcast, but I think it kind of summarizes a team that, you know, is trying to win three straight, and you got to build confidence somewhere and Brandon Slater is really playing with it so far. He has been that guy so far and Villanova 8-4 and four when Brandon Slater hits double digits. He just hit double digits with that AM1 play. Good ball movement and it's going to be Corey Floyd 
Big three. He's been on a heater recently. Had 12 points a season high in their win against Butler, and he knocks down a timely three to give Providence the one-point advantage. Well, you can score all the buckets you want, but you, you really need to get stops on the defensive end. So Villanova right now getting some buckets offensively, but kind of struggling defensively. They need to figure that out. And Moore's going to kick it to Daniels for three, and yes, sir. Caleb Daniels, big three, there he is. It's been tough sledding for him a little bit offensively. Has done solid defensively and some rebounds, but there's a nice little Caleb Daniels three. Villanova back out in front, just trading punches these two teams. As it's going to be Bryce Hopkins, pass to, that's going to be Jared Bynum again. Ties the game up. Nice little pump fake, got two Villanova defenders in the air, and we are all tied up 55 apiece. Neither team willing to give an inch. As now Justin Moore. Brings it across the timeline. This is more of a slower, methodical possession. Villanova's bread and butter. One of the slowest teams in the country. Pass to Whitmore. He's feeling it. And no, sir. He does get his own rebound. Nice little crossover. And he is just going to give it to Slater and then to Dixon. Dixon at the top of the key. Now to Whitmore. On the left side, on the left elbow. Trying to... Utilizes dribble moves, gives it to Slater, a little give and go. Slater, shot clock winding down, shot's going to be no good. It was a tough shot, good defense from Providence there as Slater's a little bit, uh, uh, it's tough for Slater to knock down those shots at times as Bynum fakes the, uh, uh, fakes the shot in the paint. Going to give it to Hopkins for three, and Providence is up by three. That is a huge three for Providence. Everyone was in the paint. No one, uh, no one was where Hopkins was right there, and he knocked down the three. Well, you knew that Hopkins was going to get his buckets eventually, and right now starting to pick them up for Providence. Villanova needs a response here with six minutes left to go. Big possession here. You can hear Wells Fargo getting a bit antsy as it's going to be Dixon, one-on-one. -on -one. Taking on Clifton Moore, and that's going to be a bucket for Eric Dixon. Just over six minutes to go. Providence just leads by one, 58 to 57. And how about Eric Dixon, his 19 double-digit streak, 19 straight games with double digits, was broken against St. John's. He's back at it now today with that bucket right there, back in the double-digit, back with double-digit points as it'll be Noah Locke working on Dixon. Noah Locke for three, no good, shoots 37%, but good defense from Dixon and a good little rebound there from, it'll be Slater and also Whitmore too, got the initial tip, it fell into Slater's hands. Daniels is gonna drive and it'll be a foul on the floor. And I believe that'll be Noah Locke with the foul. Just 5.42 left in this second half. Providence leads by one, 58 to 57. And we'll be right back here. You're listening to WXVU V891, The Roar. Getting down to crunch time, David. We'll see if Villanova can pull this one out here at Wells Fargo Center. Now, here's your three-day weather forecast for the main line. Clouds around for your Sunday with a slight chance of a shower, a high of 48. Clouds tonight, low down to 38. A mix of sun and clouds Monday, high of 51 degrees. And chillier on your Tuesday with a mix of sun and clouds and a slight chance of a snow shower, a high of 36. The Berwyn Indoor and Outdoor Vintage Flea Market features antiques, collectibles, vintage jewelry, fashion, and so much more. The flea market happens every Saturday and Sunday through April, from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. The Berwyn Indoor and Outdoor Village Flea Market is located at 270 West Swedesford Road in Berwyn. More information is available at philafleamarkets.org. 
This is your home for Villanova Wildcats basketball home games. Villanova University's WXVU Villanova. We are V891, The Roar. Stream us anywhere on the Radio FX app. From the newsroom, this is WXVU News Director Gabriella Rapool with your weekly Mainline News Minute. As of Tuesday, January 10th, Route 30, also known as Spring Mill Road, between County Line Road and Montgomery Ave, will be closed Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. Local access will be open for all Spring Mill Road parking lots and West Campus lots during construction. Please allow extra time as this closure will be in effect through Thursday, September 28th. In other news, low-wage workers in Pennsylvania are missing out on the pay hikes that took effect in 23 other states this month. Almost 8.5 million people are getting higher wages, according to the Economic Policy Institute. Although Pennsylvania is surrounded by states with higher minimum pay, State Senator Art Haywood says the General Assembly, particularly the House, has refused to rise above the current federal minimum wage of $7 and a quarter. Haywood thinks that might change, however, since newly elected Governor Josh Shapiro supports raising the minimum wage. I'm very optimistic because now the House has new members, and those new members, I believe, most of them are committed to raising the minimum wage. From the newsroom, this is WXVU News Director Gabriella Rafoul with your weekly Mainline News Minute. Now, back to live coverage of Villanova Wildcats basketball. Only on Villanova's V891, The Roar. And welcome back to an absolutely rocking Welsh Fargo Center here. You're listening to WXVU V891, The Roar. I'm your host, Stephen Kane, alongside my co-host, David Japansky. And Villanova trailing by one, 542 left in the second half, 58-57 against the 23rd-ranked Friars. And really, David, Villanova kind of just hung in there, but again, Jared Bynum, a lot of these other guys have really been stepping up for Providence. Yeah, well, heading into that timeout, uh, Villanova, there was a foul on lock, so Villanova will have possession. Needs some points, though, here going back and forth. As Slater's going to give it to Moore, he's working on Hopkins, bit of a mismatch. He's going to pass out of it to Slater, to Daniels. Now to Chris Archdiakono, who's in. He's going to kick it out to Moore. Moore going to take that three, no good. Nearly a rebound from Trey Patterson. He does get it, and it looks like it's going to be a jump ball. And it looks like it'll go the other way for Providence, but still decent hustle from Trey Patterson. And that's okay because it turns the arrow over to the other side next time. Uh, you know, if there is another jump ball in this game, but still nothing yet from Archer Diacono. Had three three pointers in that game at St. John's, uh, which was very big in Villanova, kind of keeping up in that first half. So still no points for Archer Diacono. We'll see if that changes over the next five minutes. Yeah, and we saw just a couple of those threes really being good in transition as well. A little bit of fast break. Villanova, again, a slower tempo team, but when they get in those fast break situations, look at Archer Diacono for that as the pass from Bynum to. Crowswell is going to be fought over, and it's going to be a jump ball now. And, David, you just called it, and it's going to be Villanova's basketball now. Everything kind of evens itself out, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, but, yeah, definitely. So uh, Villanova going to have some possession here. Uh, right now, though, one thing I will say is that Villanova has kept Providence kind of in check defensively. I mean, I know that there have been some times where the defense has struggled this afternoon, but Providence is almost averaging 80 points per game. I right know they're only at 58, and it's going to be hard to get 22 points in the next five minutes. Yeah, the defense has been really, really good. Again, for Villanova, 9-2 and two when they limit their opponents to under 65. Probably won't do that today, but 
Hey, if you limit him maybe under 70, that could be really good and help Villanova win as Daniel's going to take it himself. No good. Devin Carter with the rebound. Good defense from Carter. Transfers to South Carolina. Going to give it to Hopkins. Pass is going to be flung around. It was in a Villanova player's hand, but looks like Hopkins got it back. And now the three to Bynum. And Bynum silences the Wells Fargo crowd. Up by four are the Friars. Yeah, Slater had the pass, and I think that he kind of got a little too happy too quickly. Villanova had numbers that could have really have taken their time and got a good possession there. Huge possession here. You need a bucket. Whitmore, rebound. It goes up with it again. Tries to go for the dunk. He is going to – he does – no dunk, no third cam slam, but he is going to go to the free throw line, it looks like. So, definitely big. I mean, for Villanova, they're struggling offensively. You get inside. You give it to somebody who's been hot, and that's what they did on that possession, just trying to get points any way they can. I think the magic number right now is six. You can't let the Friars get up by six or more, right? If it gets yeah. to really anything worse than that, I think Villanova is, is going to have a tough time here. But, you know, I think that just need to keep on getting your buckets right and hopefully that they can figure out something defensively because even though, you know, we were talking about they've done an overall good job, it seems like in the second half Providence has really stepped up the way that they're finding outlets in the offensive uh, possessions. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, yeah, Providence have done a good job at just being especially opportunistic on a couple of these turnovers for Villanova. Turnovers haven't really been bad. It's just that really what have these teams done after the turnover that's been big? Villanova's taking advantage of some Providence turnovers and vice versa. As the second free throw is no good for Whitmore, it's now just a three-point lead. Providence leads 61-58. to 58. Big, big possessions here getting into crunch time. Four minutes left. Villanova. Trying to get a big win here. Bynum working on Dixon. He wants it himself. He's going to kick it out for three, four, and a huge three for, that's going to be Corey Floyd again. He's been hot recently, and there's the magic number, David. Six-point lead now for Providence. Again, looks at, the, uh, uh, looks at the Villanova faithful, silences them, and now Villanova trying to scramble for a bucket. It's going to be Dixon going up to the rack. He gets a nice bucket, though. It was Armstrong and then gave it to Dixon. A little bit of space, and Villanova now just down by four. Providence has also committed six fouls, Steve, so getting close to that single bonus, that can help Villanova. But, yeah, you can't let it get worse than six right now, just trailing by four of the Wildcats. Wells Fargo Center getting into it. It's going to be very close coming down to the ending. Very, very close. Hopkins no good. Big rebound for Villanova. Now it's going to go the other way by Cam Whitmore. And big possession, Daniels. big possession. Very big possession. They're slowing it down. Daniels hasn't even taken a dribble yet. They're really trying to get things sorted. Just 16 seconds left on the shot clock. Now Daniels is going to go up, take it himself. No good. Hopkins rebound. Daniels seemed to kind of rush that shot a little bit. It was a good look, but I think he had some more time there than what it seemed like. Yeah, to potentially feel out and see if someone else was open. It did seem a little rushed as it's going to be Hopkins to Crowswell. Crowswell, Dixon behind him. Crowswell going to try to go to the basket. And looks like it'll be a timeout call, 2.44 left. And there's going to be a foul on Brandon Slater. Just 2.44 left in this second half. Villanova now trailing by four. Can they eat their way back into this one and get a huge marquee win at Wells Fargo? You'll have to keep listening to find out. You're listening to WXVU V891, The Roar, and we'll be back after this. This is Father Peter, and you're listening to V891, The Roar. Forget about your Fridays looking bleak. What about your Wednesdays? Villanova University's award-winning, student-run weekly newspaper, The Villanovan, hits residence halls, dining halls, and academic buildings every Wednesday morning for your reading pleasure. Read up on all things Villanova and beyond, from news to sports to arts and entertainment. Have some feedback? 
Email your response letters to editor at villanovan.com. I'm Tallinn Postian, the host of Take a Wild Guess with Tallinn, and you're listening to WXVU V89.1 The Roar. This is your home for a Villanova Wildcats basketball home games. Villanova University's WXVU Villanova. We are V89.1 The Roar. Stream us anywhere on the Radio FX app. Welcome back to the Wells Fargo Center. You're listening to WXVU V891 The Roar. I'm your host, Stephen Kane, alongside co-host David Chapansky. 64-60, Providence lead Villanova, just 244 left. Providence ranked 23rd in the country. And, David, we saw in that last time out, big threes by Jared Bynum and Corey Floyd Jr. A Dixon layup cut it to four. Like, David, what are you really looking for in these final three a final two and a half, three minutes-ish for Villanova to make a comeback win here. Well, Bynum has 13 points just in this second half. So obviously he's doing something right. And three-point-wise, we were talking about Providence had zero. Big goose egg. Uh, three-pointers heading into that uh, halftime. And all of a sudden, they have six, right? And out shooting Villanova from beyond the arc. They're at 33% of the Friars. So, you know, I think obviously the main thing is to stop Bynum. But I think a big problem for Villanova is it seems like they're all kind of collapsing defensively into the paint, and that's allowing players to be open, and it seems like that they're kind of double-teaming and kind of getting lost in transition when Providence is trying to get these buckets. And, you know, I think a lot of it has come from Villanova kind of playing sloppy offensively too, and that will kind of turn over to the other side of the court. You know, they made some turnovers. They haven't finished some layups, which seem to be easy. The one in particular that come to my mind was the one by Whitmore uh, a few minutes ago in this game. So and also the full-court press, I feel like, is putting a lot of stress on this Villanova offense, and it's leading over to some defensive issues for the Wildcats. Yeah, it's definitely been tough for Villanova as a whole, and really those last few threes by Bynum and Corey Floyd, they weren't really contested. The Bynum one was completely wide open. You talked about the the everyone just being in the paint, and that's what happened. And there was a big um, and there was a big bucket from Bynum that was completely wide open. And then the other one by Corey Floyd, it was in the corner. Both of those threes really hurt Villanova. They're still in it, still enough time. They haven't committed a lot of fouls. Providence just one foul away from getting in the bonus. So that's definitely big for Villanova. But just about 2.44 left. Colin Gillespie, Villanova great, is in the building. So you have to win, right? Keep on saying all these good yeah, signs. All win. the Villanova legends are here yeah. today. You have to win. Jermaine Samuels also here as well. Uh, but, yeah, I think the crowd is going to be a big part of this uh, to kind of end this game. Uh, you know, in the last two minutes and 44 seconds, right? You can see the crowd. They're trying to get the crowd into it even more, and I think it's going to be a big part of it. Need some stops. Uh, if you're Villanova defensively, you need to get a bucket offensively. Right now, though, they got to they have to go to work on defense. Yeah, the defense is going to be huge as Providence passes off the inbound. It's going to be to Crowswell. Now to Corey Floyd. He made that big three earlier, and that's going to be to Devin Carter. Bucket, he got it. Devin Carter, big bucket, six-point lead going to be tough for Villanova to claw themselves out of this, but still possible. 2.20 left in the second half, as it's going to be Justin Moore. Going to drive on Corey Floyd. He's going to take that matchup himself. Gives it to Daniels. Just think about the three pump fakes. Now going to drive. Got Carter in the air. No good. And it looks like it'll be a foul called on Providence. 
Yeah, Daniel's really close to getting the basket. Providence, of course, didn't like that call. I thought it was a fair call uh, against uh, Providence there. So Daniel's going to go to line uh, to shoot two. And that also puts Villanova now in one and one. So they are, they are in the single bonus for these last two minutes and 11 seconds. Still plenty of time, but you can't keep on exchanging buckets. Need to find a way to get a defensive stop. Yeah, the defense is definitely going to be huge. It's really been the storyline all season. The offense hasn't been bad for Villanova. It's really been the defense, according to Ken Palm, ranked outside, I believe, the top 150 or it just it's it's been very tough for Villanova. Just the defense has been tough sledding for them as Daniels knocks down both free throws. Yeah, I mean, bread and butter there. Yeah, you, you absolutely need a stop here though. Two minutes and 11 seconds to get the crowd back into it. If you get a stop here, Providence is going to be in no rush here with the ball. They lead by, you know, more than a possession. So definitely need a stop here. And you can see Villanova kind of playing not full court completely, but putting some more pressure here. And there is going to be a foul on the floor on Andre Bynum by, or excuse me, Jared Bynum by, um, but Justin Moore. Yeah, that's smart by Villanova because they're nowhere close to single bonus. They've only committed 4,000 in the second half. If it does get to a situation where Providence does make these baskets, you're going to want to not have them take too much time off the clock. So you foul now, you have some more time, you're only down by four. You know, it's better than, you know, being a minute and still needing three or more, uh, three fouls or so to pick up to get them to the single yeah, bonus. Yeah, to use up, yeah, use up really what you've done, not fouling a lot, playing decent defense. you got to utilize it now as Corey Floyd passed to Crowswell. That's going to be no good. Scramble for the ball, Villanova basketball. Just under two minutes left. Good and rebound. Huge possession, a very good rebound there for Villanova. Much needed as it's going to be more to Armstrong. Now to Whitmore, jab step three. Yes! Cam Whitmore, huge three. 20 points for Cam Whitmore. Is it fair to say he's already a Villanova superstar? Just a couple, just... Yeah, just so, soak in the crowd. Just soak in the crowd, indeed. Villanova fans, some of the most passionate around, not just in terms of the student section, but again, a ton of alumni here, as you were saying. Villanova just down by one. Minute 54 left in this second half. Big three for Cam Whitmore has really come alive. And can Coach Neptune and the Wildcats end up getting a big win against number 23 ranked Providence? This would be huge. This would be big for confidence boost we felt it against St. John's it was a good win for them we limited St. John's to under 50 points we'll see if Villanova can build upon this momentum definitely I think just you know getting the crowd hype of course taking a time out there will really allow Nova Nation to get going once again I mean this is you know obviously you need a defensive stop but now you're not really in as much of a time crunch right you got those points kind of quickly Daniels gets to the line knocks down both free throws and then you get the big three from Whitmore and you know now it's still a minute and 54 seconds left you're only down by one so time really isn't a problem but you really just need defensive stops right and that's kind of where this Villanova season has been throughout the entire way but you really need to find a way to get some stops here and uh, you know maybe prevent overtime so, you know, the Eagles game, you got to get out of yeah, here before that true. starts. That's but, true. you know, yeah. if we got to stay overtime, yeah. we'll definitely see what happens. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, Villanova right now, I think they're in a good position. Just need to uh, get a defensive stop. I know I keep on saying it, but it's so crucial. Very crucial. But that last possession, we, you had Floyd passing it to Crowswell. He was behind the defender. And then for a split second when he got the ball, it looked like he had an open lane. But Cam Whitmore was right there in Slater. They forced a bad shot. And then a big rebound, you mentioned. It was a big rebound for Whitmore. And then obviously the huge three from him going the other way. And I mean, you just need more possessions like that. You got to force Providence really to kind of slow it down and, and really just 
really try to contain guys like Crowswell, guys like Hopkins, Devin Carter. This team is loaded with guys that can get it done on the offensive side of the ball. But here we go, final 90 seconds or so, 93 seconds. Providence will start with it. I would watch out for Carter here. I think that's Providence's game plan is to go to Carter, maybe Hopkins underneath. I don't think they're going to go for the threes anymore. I think they're going to try to get Carter and Hopkins. There are two, there are two superstars involved. As it'll be Bynum, crossover. Taking on Justin Moore. Villanova fans want to walk, and it's going to be kicked out to Floyd. Foul on the floor for Armstrong. Just a minute 15 left. That was a close call, but I think, once again, if you're the Wildcats with Coach Neptune, I think you take that. You know, obviously, you wanted the travel call, but in terms of foul-wise, obviously, Neptune not happy, but I think that you're going to get, uh, you know, closer, of course, to the single bonus if you do in need, or if you do indeed need to save some time. Still two more fouls from Villanova to hit that bonus. They're at five. Providence is at seven. And here we go. A minute left. It's going to be to Corey Floyd. He's going to drive. He has a little bit of a step on Armstrong, and it's going to be blocked. Rebound, though, Hopkins. And it looks like it'll be a charge on Hopkins Villanova basketball. That's what Mark Armstrong does so well. It's his basketball IQ. He takes that offensive foul, you know, doesn't get too reactionary and start to foul the player back. Great job by Armstrong to take that offensive foul. And now with just 60 seconds left to play, Villanova has a golden opportunity, need a basket, need some points, and then need to get back quickly to play some defense. Yeah, definitely, I think, get back quickly, too. The offense has been doing well, but especially with a quick offense like Providence, let's go Nova chance, ring through Wells Fargo. Just a minute left, here we go. Villanova down by one. Moore's going to take it himself. Goes all the way. No good. It's going to be Hopkins with the rebound. And it's going to be Allen Breed. He's going to bring it up and timeout Providence. 44 seconds left. Providence up 66 to 65. Villanova have clawed their way back into this one. Two just good defensive possessions. You had the you had the Armstrong taking the charge, and then before that you had the, the Crowswell limiting the bucket there. Villanova showing themselves defensively. Will they be able to end up pulling out with a win this game? You'll have to find out. So we'll just take a short break here on WXVU. You're listening to the V891 The Roar. This is your home for a Villanova Wildcats basketball home games. Villanova University's WXVU Villanova. We are V891, The Roar. Stream us anywhere on the Radio FX app. I'm Talene Postian, the host of Take a Wild Guess with Talene, and you're listening to WXDU V89.1, The Roar. Welcome back to the Wells Fargo Center as the Villanova band. You can probably hear them playing in the background. Villanova just down one against Providence. Big, very big, big East game for Villanova. They take on the 23-ranked Friars. Just 44 seconds left. Villanova down by one. Will be Providence's ball. David, what do Villanova really have to do in these last 44 seconds to get really their biggest win of the season here? Well, this is a tough call here for Providence because, and really for Villanova defensively, Providence could push the ball here and try to get a two for one. But if you miss the possession, you give Villanova the chance to take the lead. And you never want to be down, even though it is the final possession. You really never want to be down heading into that. You'd rather be playing defense, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, 
So, you know, when it comes down to this also Villanova now in the single bonus, you know, it's going to be interesting to see if Providence decides to rush it or if they take as many seconds off the clock, which I think is the smart decision and what I think they'll do, is they'll take as many seconds off the clock of this 23. They won't care about getting the ball back, and they'll just try to get the basket. If they get the two, it's a three-point lead. Villanova's going to need a three-point play. Uh, so, but, I mean, obviously it starts here we're getting a stop if you're Villanova, but I think that the smart thing, I mean, Villanova's probably going to get the ball back with about 21 seconds left. Yeah, you got to just kind of play loose here as you see Bynum at the top of the key. And it looks like Providence, they may be just trying to pass and chew down that shot clock, as you were saying, Bynum. And yeah, he's just going to dribble it, it seems like. 10 seconds left. Around like five seconds left, you got to expect a shot. Bynum, he's going to go up wide open. Wide open fadeaway, completely fooled Slater on the fadeaway. It's going to be a three-point lead for Providence. Here we go, Villanova bringing it up across the timeline. Are they going to call a timeout here? Shot clock turned off. I guess they're going to feel it out. They're going to give it to Justin Moore and Brandon Slater. And it's going to be out on Slater. And well it's now, going to be Providence basketball. Yeah, well, now you have to foul, right? 14.7 seconds left. There's no choice. You have to foul. The bad thing is, is that you're not yet at the single bonus. So you're going to need to foul twice here. Villanova knows that. But, I mean, that's just a very missed opportunity. And I think it comes back, you, you, the defense really collapsed for the Wildcats there. Yeah, and you just wonder. I mean, you have some timeouts in your pocket. I mean, I mean maybe you save them for a situation like this. Maybe they felt confident and just going to try to find a good look for the three or maybe a quick two because Justin Worms trying to give it to Slater inside. But I just don't know. Maybe try to call the timeout there and kind of get yourself set, give yourself a little bit of breathing room. But here we go is the inbound pass for Providence. It's going to be given to Bynum, and he's going to be fouled. And that's going to be foul number seven. So they are in the single bonus now. Yeah, so go ahead, Steve. So he's going to go to the line for two. Yeah, so really this game comes down to if he makes or misses this free throw. That's really what it comes down to. You need a miss here if you're Villanova. Bynum has been so good today, it's hard to imagine a miss. Maybe just one miss at least, but he knocks down the first one. It's going to be a four-point lead now for Providence. And that's a huge free throw right there. Now a two-basket game. Providence were the last team to beat Villanova at the Wells Fargo Center. They did it back in February 2020. So they are no strangers to taking down Villanova in their big house as makes down both free throws. Villanova down by five. We'll see what they want to do here. It's going to be more going to inbound. 13.9 seconds left. Here we go. It's going to be to Armstrong. Clock's ticking. 10 seconds. Armstrong. A little bit of a move here. Are they going to go for a quick two? It looks like Armstrong is going to try to do that. He tries to go up for it. Ball down on the floor. And it looks like possession... May or may not stay Villanova's way. There's 3.9 seconds left. Villanova trailing by five. You just feel like it's slipping away here, David. Yeah, I mean, it really slipped away late, I think, here for Villanova. And it all went back to that wide open two, right? That was in. The defense collapsed. It ended up being a fadeaway jumper at the free throw line. And, you know, it was an easy shot. I mean, here really the only chance that Villanova has uh, is to literally catch the ball, it is their possession, catch the ball, make the three, and get a steal, and somehow score all within 3.9 seconds. 
So, yeah, I mean, I guess it's not impossible, uh, but it's definitely not probable. And, you know, Villanova fans beginning to head for the exits, I think that they've realized that. Um, so, I mean, it is a tough loss for Villanova. Uh, you know, does it mean the end of the road? I don't think so. Uh, you know, I think yeah. that, you know, them beating St. John's, I think, was definitely a step up. But I think now put so much weight to beat Marquette and Creighton on the road, right? We were talking about splitting those yeah. games. I think now you really need to win both, to be honest with you. Uh, but, you know, maybe Villanova, uh, crazier things have happened in Cra four seconds. Crazier things have happened. We'll see. As Armstrong to Daniels going to chuck up the three well short. And that is going to do it. Providence takes down Villanova. Villanova six and two at home heading into it. They're now six and three. Providence, big win. They moved to nine and two in the Big East, 17 and five overall. Last year, arguably had maybe their best season ever, made it to the Sweet 16. Ed Cooley was named coach of Big East Coach of the Year and Naismith Coach of the Year. They made it to the Sweet 16. They were a four seed. They really, they were 27 and six last year and things just continue going up for that program. As for Villanova, things have just continued to kind of go downhill. The nice win against St. John's, but they just struggled really to break out of really the 500 under 500 bubble that they've been in. Definitely, but you know, there's still places to go, right? Still a chance, so Villanova needs to keep on fighting and uh, they'll battle Marquette uh, coming up this week. So uh, tough schedule ahead. They'll get a little bit easier when they play DePaul back at home. And that will be our next broadcast. I will be at home uh, against DePaul. That will be on January, not January, that will be on February 8th uh, at 8.30 p.m. Uh, it will be at the Fin. So a late one, Steve. Yeah, very late uh, A late one. one. Uh, but, yeah, definitely. So good luck to the Eagles uh, across the street today. Yes, Maybe Villanova yeah. had to kind of lose in order for the Eagles to get the, uh, the momentum, true. the good yeah. vibes. Who knows? Obviously would have loved to have seen two wins here in South Philadelphia today. Yeah. But I guess the take is uh, Villanova State competitive uh, with, you know, a ranked team and uh, very competitive to the end. Uh, and the next game, of course, uh, will be on Wednesday, February 1st against Marquette, excuse me, and that will be away. So a big matchup against a highly ranked Marquette. Yeah, very big matchup for Villanova. I mean, Cam, I mean, Cam Whitmore had a great game, almost a double-double. Eric Dixon had 14 points. Slater and Daniels both broke the double-digit barrier. I mean, the main thing was really just Jared Bynum ended up leading Providence in points, 19 points. Five assists, two and two steals. Just what a game from him. Off the bench, too, doing it off of less minutes. Makes it even more impressive. You also had Croswell with 14, Bryce Hopkins with 13, and Devin Carter with 12. But tough loss for Villanova. But again, as David said, we'll be back at it in the future with more WXVU Villanova basketball coverage. That is going to do it. Again, next, next, uh, next game for them will be on Wednesday against Marquette. Also a very tough opponent at the top of the Big East. Villanova needs to make something special happen up in Milwaukee. So that is going to do it here for our broadcast. Again, again, me and David, I want to thank everyone who's listening to this broadcast. And again, you, you've been listening to, the, uh, to WXVU V89 won the roar. We'll see you. We'll, we'll see you. Uh, we'll see you later, everybody. And uh, go Cats and also go Birds today. So.